Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Sunday, October 24, 2021. Greetings to all of you delightfully disappointed Dodgers fans. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Huh? How about our tomahawk chopping motherfuckers? Oh my god. Hey guys, I've got my obligatory racist thing for the week. Get it out. Oh holy fucking shit. We're back in the series, baby. Oh dude, I okay. You Jim, you and I have talked about our love for the nineties Braves. Yeah. especially dude and i mean all the way back to even before that with dale murphy mm-hmm. and that whole period but holy fucking shit if there was a year that i thought the braves were not even going to be contenders it was this one yeah. and they what the fuck for the first half of the year they were anything but contenders we were battling uh hovering around 500 we would we literally set the record the all-time baseball record, and baseball is an old-ass sport, and they track fucking everything, but we set the all-time record of mediocrity in the first half of this season. The team, the team that had the longest streak of not winning or losing multiple games back-to-back. No bullshit. You can go back and look. It's like, win one, lose one. Win one, lose one. Win one. And we never got above 500 until after the All-Star break, which is even past the midway point in the season. And we lost some key players. A Ronald, huge player. Ronald Acuna, Mike Soroka, one of our best starting pitchers. Uh, Ozuna, our left fielder, who decided to do the tomahawk chop on his wife and get arrested. <laughs> so we had to completely rebuild our outfield. We had to find pitching where we could find it. And fuck, I don't say this often, and I'll probably never say it again, but hats the fuck off to the Atlanta Braves front office for getting, finding people that could come in and turn this shit around, and now we are going to the big motherfucking dance. Dude, no shit. I mean, it was an altogether fucking audible. It's insane just mm-hmm. how uh, how they turned everything around. And I do have to gloat a little bit, you know, on the fact that even though I'm not going to a game next week, I got a family member coming out here that is, and I am happy as shit for them that they're going to get to experience it. I watched four innings of baseball. This got this was big enough where it got Doug to watch four I innings of baseball. I watched four innings of baseball. And, it, you know, I had to call Jim after, uh, what was it, the seventh and eighth inning that the guy came in. What's his name? Resnick? Resner? Tyler, Tyler Matzik. What is it? Matzik. Matzik. Yeah, M A T Z. Okay, see, I yeah. don't know any of these guys, but <coughs> I do know this fucker came in and struck, <laughs> struck S- fucking three up, three down, three up, three down. Yeah, and then they took him out of the game, and I, <laughs> and I had to call Jim. I said, "What the fuck are they doing, man? Why are they taking this guy out of the game?" <laughs> don't worry, Dougie. <laughs> we have a closer for this part. This guy just and, he, and I had to explain to you. I was like, "This guy just balled out of control, and, like he's never done ever." Yeah, because he's. That guy, that the relief pitcher that came in in the the seventh and eighth, had never gone more than one inning, all like ever. Like, he was. It was his it, night last night, though. 
Yeah. Holy shit, I would have loved to see him. Uh, see him just leave him in there. Yeah. I would have loved to see what would have happened. He saved our He was ass. on. He, he was sa- on. He saved our ass. Yeah. And uh, there, a lot of things went right. Uh, obviously, it has to for something like this to happen. But it's hard to believe it's been 22 years. Or, Jesus. Yeah, 22 years yeah. since we were in the, the big dance. Because growing up here in Atlanta, it's something that you got accustomed to. Now, actually, growing up in the 80s, it was something that never, ever, ever, ever happened. But in the 90s, it was every other year, sometimes back-to-back years. And so you just kind of got used to that. And very much disappointment at the end of it. I mean, oh, we, yeah. we only got one World Series for all our troubles yeah. in the, what was it, four, 12 four, years? 14 straight 14. division titles and only one World Series to show for it. So they've already exceeded my expectations. 14. 14 straight. Yeah. That's an all-time all-sports And only record. one World Series. Yeah. Right? Welcome 14. to Atlanta. And, wow. And they are yeah. the only world champion that the city of Atlanta has ever had. Wow. Atlanta Hawks never have been. Falcons, obviously. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta sucks. Well, and that's, my, <laughs> and that's my point. There's There are documentary specials on how Atlanta and Georgia sports teams themselves have had the most epic collapses They've had really good teams, and they'll get to a point where it's like this: they should be able to win the yeah, thing. Yeah, they and just then, can't. They just can't fucking. But it's not like they don't. They just don't win it. They find like record-setting ways of losing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not just like yeah. That's amazing. I never knew it. They had fourteen, 14 and only straight. one World Series. Fourteen no, dude, fucking straight. Good Lord. It's like they had an October fucking curse, man. As soon as October got here, it was like. Oh, shit, what we do our entire season. I mean, more than that, I mean, everybody in baseball, you know, for the playoffs, of course, like anyone else, kicks it up a notch. And the Braves were just unable to do that for all that time for whatever reason. Kind of like Buffalo. Yeah. Like Buffalo, but like, for decades yeah, at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, like got, they got in and out in four years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Atlanta has been stringing this on for generations. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I mean, God, yeah. what a fucking week. I mean, dude, I'm I'm on the other side of the hill at this point, too. That's yeah, weird we, as shit. We got a 40-year-old in our midst, Doug. Yeah. Um, happy belated birthday to one Senor Arona. Um, Gracias, sir. Yeah, last Tuesday, big guy turned 4-0, and we did not record an episode last week. Uh, because just all kinds of shit was happening. A lot of, lot of stuff. Mainly, normally, like it's not over yet. Today's the last day of the week. It's (laughs) Sunday night. We're back in our normal recording time. Yeah. But this exact time a week ago, I was at the Braves game, uh, and when they won game two, so that ruled it out. And then last week was just absolute fucking chaos. Yeah. Well, and you went to the UGA game too, dude. You just had like what was it? Almost like three or four days in a row of just craziness. It's been pretty awesome. Yeah, been pretty awesome. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I went to was able to go back to my third Georgia game uh, a week ago yesterday to watch my dogs beat up on Kentucky. Uh, and then the next day, found myself at the Braves game, um, and they both won. And hell, even today the Falcons won. Not that I give a flying fuck, but I don't know what to do with my hands in this instance. There's it. I'm finding. All Atlanta slash Georgia sports fans are finding themselves in a very weird, prosperous place that we're not very accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do with that feeling. 
<laughs> I think it comes with anticipation or expectations, but I've already ruled those out years ago. <laughs> I don't I don't have a fuck. Here's the thing. I cannot legitimately give you even a feeling I have on if the Braves are going to beat Houston or not. Not not a fucking clue. So I'm going to just err on the side of we're likely not going to win. Houston has home field advantage. Atlanta's built to disappoint. Yeah. Well, if you can't, if you don't build up a dream, it can't be shattered. Exactly. There you, you know. go. So yes. I protect myself by never having any hopes or dreams. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> we'll, put, we'll not put it past Houston to cheat at this point. Well, so. I think all eyes are on them. You know. if, if they cheat, then I got to tip my cap to them because uh, everybody's gunning for them. Like, you, gotta, you also got to look at it this way. So, Doug, I'll bring you up to speed. A uh, couple years ago, the Houston Astros won the World Series. Yes. But they were under huge allegations of cheating, which later came out to be proven. I mean, and it was blatant. They didn't give a flying fuck. They were like, we're winning this goddamn World Series. And so ever since then, they were saved last year because it was the COVID year. They couldn't get, you know, hassled or heckled or whatever by the fans. So they kind of just, they slowly dealt with it internally. Air quotes. Well, it was, uh, they were videotaping pitching calls, wasn't it? Or something. I don't remember all the, the dynamics of it. All I know is that it came out and it was a hundred percent like, yep, you got them. Cause they would be banging on a trash can in their dugout when they knew a certain pitch was coming, the batter could hear it and they knew to either swing or take and poof, they win a world series. So they dodged a bullet last year by not playing in front of a bunch of really pissed off, angry fuck you fans. And they didn't even make it to the world series. If I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. but this year now they've got new team members, new front off. I mean, they had to fire fucking everybody and immediately come back and rebuild and bam, they're back in the world series. Well, On top of it, didn't they also have a back office situation that, that went astray as well? Well, that's what I'm saying. They had to fire the whole front office coaching players i mean they had a clean house sure but that the other thing that i'm talking about wasn't just because of the cheating it was because dude made a really horrible comment (laughs) or it wasn't a horrible comment it was just do we know what we're talking about right now i'm pretty sure i do (laughs) it's though it's and hey feel free anyone out there who knows what i'm talking about call me out because it might be another team that i'm thinking of but no it was a whole deal where an executive of the team. This is going to be too difficult for me to look up. <laughs> makes a comment about a female reporter. Um, and she was able to get it recorded. What he said. What did he say? Now that I'm not going to even take. No, no, that's not what well, we're yeah, talking that, about here. Doesn't that's matter if I don't know what he said. <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> my whole point is yeah. they got busted cheating. They had to clear the whole fucking th- deck and they're back in the World Series. So, yeah. you know, you got to tip your cap to him for that. Sure. If they were to be cheating at this point, then it would be the most difficult thing to get away with. Right. Um, so anyway, no, I'm happy as fuck. Braves Braves did something that uh, they've done in very long for time. you. Well, thank you. I'm buddy. happy for all of the Atlanta Braves fans, mm-hmm. which I'm not one of. Which, well, I, I will say this: if I liked baseball, I probably would be a Braves fan. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that you're not a if baseball I liked, fan. Yeah, yeah, if I liked baseball, but I don't. I you know I could give two shits about baseball. Yeah, it's just like it's like golf. You know, I love to play it, 
but I hate to watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like a... See, I'll be honest about myself. I mean, I don't typically watch baseball, especially anymore, because actually I do agree with you in a lot of respects, because where you, Jim, think that the NFL lost their way, I, I just anything after the 90s with the MLB has made it more boring for me. Now, at the end of the day, though... <clears throat> There's no team, even having been in Arizona for so long, there is no team that I'll support over the Braves, ever. I can remember growing up and my friends, uh, we would, you know, I'd be like, come on, man, let's go do this. Let's go do it. They'd just be sitting there watching fucking baseball games. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm like, come on, man, let's go do something. I mean, baseball is a sport. Ba- let's go play baseball. Come on, let's go play it. I've got my glove. I'll go get my glove. We can go play it. Nah, I'll just sit here and watch it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, well, I don't it, get it's, it. It's rare if, like, you show up at a house and everybody's watching a football game. You're like, turn this shit off. Let's go outside and play Let's football. Play football. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> yeah. No, True. I'm talking about you when you're a kid. You no, know, know, when you're a kid. And that's my thing is I think baseball, if you're a fan of baseball, you probably grew up watching it. You probably grew up yeah, like with your dad you. had his favorite team and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Well, to me, yeah. baseball is deeper than that. To me, baseball is deeper than even football. Oh, it's because apple pie, baby. Like growing True. up, uh, my grandparents lived two hours north up in uh, the North Georgia mountains up in Hawassi. And my sister and I would go spend two weeks of summer with them. And he had a garden. I'd go help him in the garden. He was a carpenter. So he was always fooling around with something. You know, trying to, he was always trying to solve problems using wood and saws and shit like that. Right. But no matter what, work always stopped the second the Braves game started. And normally it was always 7.05 on TVS. And so we just knew, okay, supper is at 6.30 because we need to have the table cleaned in time for the Braves to come right, on. Right. And that's how every night unwound. Yeah. Uh, as long as the Braves had a game on, it was me and my grandee. You know, watching that's what, the that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like a, yep. it's and, a family. Thing. And it would never fail. By the sixth inning, I couldn't hear the game over his snoring, and I'd wake him up if the Braves hit a home run. And he, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I knew that he was going to swing it. <laughs> and so it's just, it, it's a thing. That it's if, tradition. If you grow up with it, and it's part of like your familial, you know, uh, traditions, yeah. then yes, you, you can't unwire that. Right. That's true. And I mean, on my end, um, you know, and this is not me giving shit to my dad if in case he ever listens to this, but <laughs> no, I mean, just up until I was about 13 and 14, my dad wasn't home often because he was always working. Um, so the only chance I usually got to sit down and chill with my dad was the goddamn Atlanta Braves game. In fact, yeah. dude, one of my, okay, so I've only broken a bone in my life. And this was back in 92, the night that we um, made it into the pennant. Mm-hmm. And um, we were at a convention center watching the game. Um, my dad had a setup for his business that he was, you know, advertising. And I was trying to help him uh, put shit away. 
and he told me to hold on to a table. And I don't know where, out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> Does your dad know you? <laughs> <laughs> True story. I've never not Good been. Good question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have more questions now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've never not been accident prone. It's the weird, weirdest shit. So he gives me the table to just hold. Uh-huh. To and I, I'm not talking like hold up in my hands. No, the ground was supporting some the of the table. End, yeah. And out of nowhere, I go, Dad, Dad, because I couldn't hold it anymore and it was slipping. Dude, it came crashing down on my big ass toe on my right foot and just completely tore off my toenail. And delicious. <laughs> so we spent the night, um, you know, celebrating the Braves win. While I'm also getting my toenail taken the rest of the way off and big ass fucking cast put on. Well, I'm I'm glad that you sacrificed so that my team could experience. Uh, <laughs> well, see, my dad would have just rubbed tussin on it. There you go. And uh, he get, didn't give two fucks about any kind of sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad cared nothing about any kind of sports. It, my dad wasn't the kind of dad that would throw the ball with you or or fucking go to the football game or anything. He. He hated picking me up from football games. Yeah. yeah after yeah, I'd get through playing or practice or any yeah. of that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's to me, just like you say, baseball. Baseball is a family, mm-hmm. it's a tradition. It's a traditional oh, yeah. kind of sport uh, where it's more, it's more about. You take the family to the ball game, you get the hot dogs, you get the popcorn, you get your hat, you sit behind home plate. You do all that, all that kind of shit. Well, and, it's still America's it's, pastime. No, I know that's what yeah. they say. I mean, I mean, which is kind of sad to me. But I'm, I'm not gonna uh, to <laughs> say that's America's pastime. Um, yeah. That's the way we pass our time. That's uh, uh yeah. Never no, it, it has nothing but to do with how you pass your time. Well, whatever, pastime, yeah. whatever, whatever the fuck it means. I mean, cherry pie and RC no, coats and dogs, moon pie, hot dogs, apple pie. Mm-hmm. baseball and Chevrolet. That's it. See, that's, you knew what was, I was talking about. No, that's the and commercial. America, that's and, the, and that was the commercial in the 80s. We got baseball, hot dogs, apple pie and Chevrolet. Yeah. I mean, that. you know, that's that's America. That's scary. That's kind of scary, but it is America. Yeah. Yes, there's, it is. There's scarier I mean, things like, yeah, no, I, I, like no, famine I, yeah, and suicide bombers. No, I know. And, and COVID. COVID. Afghanistan. And taxation <laughs> and, and, you know, oppression and, uh, yeah, all that kind of shit. But, yeah, I'm just saying. I just, you know, I'm just not into baseball. I see. That's all right. I it, see. It's more of a tradition thing, and I see sports more of a as a cultural thing. Sure. Like I, I spend a lot of time in libertarian circles where these fucking autists can't understand. They just go, "Oh, sports ball. It's just only to. It's only built up. It's only meant to build up the American apparatus of patriotism and blah blah blah." And I'm like, okay, well, cool. Be be comfortable not relating to the majority of the fucking country. <laughs> yeah, there. yeah. Because I look at sports as more, like I said, a cultural thing, a regional thing, a, a pride in your area thing. It, it, regard, like both at the Georgia game and then 24 hours later at the Braves game, I was high-fiving absolute strangers that I've never met before and I'll never see again. Sure. There's something about sports and and cheering on your team that 
your engagement with just random strangers. No, I got has dude, never I, been more like communal, and and it's the same thing if you if you're going to see any team that you're into, and you see opposing fans, you're immediately like. I mean, kind of fuck that guy a little bit. Right. But you see somebody else wearing your colors, you're like, I fucking, I love this guy a little bit. I know, but see, th- this is the this is the thing about that, that this is the thing that makes me think it's more family mm-hmm. and tradition. Say you have a fucking diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan, mm-hmm. and he moves to fucking Miami, and he has three kids. Yeah. Those three kids are going to grow up. They're not going to be Miami Dolphins fans. No. They're going to be Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Yeah. Because dad's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. The family thing comes in. Like, and it's just like if you have a diehard Braves fan and they move to fucking wherever the fuck. Sure. Yeah. Wherever the fuck. Denver. Some baseball, some other big baseball team is or whatever, you know. And they, and they're a diehard Braves, you know. Their kids are going to grow up to be Braves fans. They're oh, not yeah. going to grow up to be wherever the fuck they're at, you know. So, and that's a shitty part about living in a transient city. Yes, mm-hmm. where so many fucking people weren't from here or from that, somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That that now take up these goddamn roads and make my living experience <laughs> in this town uh, a lot less uh, than what it used to be. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I know this because every time. That any of the major sports teams are in town, we're overrun with fucking Cubs fans and Steelers fans and and Red Sox fans. I'm actually glad. I, I can say this officially now. I was I was partially rooting for a Braves Red Sox World Series because I like the Red Sox. I I respect them more than I respect the the Astros. Hundred percent. But I am so happy that we won't be overrun with a bunch of Boston motherfuckers taking up our fucking stadium. Oh, yeah. Because there's nothing worse than watching your home team get fucking booed <laughs> at <laughs> home because your city has been overrun with a bunch of foreigners. <laughs> so the World Series will be in each city, right? Yeah, so it starts on Tuesday. And it's in, in Houston. Okay. So it's two games in Houston, three in Atlanta, and then if needed, go back to Houston for, for the, the final two. two. Yeah. Okay. I do have a curiosity. I mean... You know, I've been to a few Braves games, and actually, even a couple, I think, that were playoff games. Where does this one, because it was a good game that you saw. I mean, where does it stack up in, in the experiences? All-time all Braves games that I've been to, as far as the quality of the game, it's it's far and away number one. Because it was my first ever postseason game I've ever been to. I've never experienced one in person. Dude, nice. So it immediately was going to be up there. But the fact that it was a walk-off win... It put us up two games to none, and I knew that okay, we can we can pick one off in L.A. It'll come back to Atlanta where we were undefeated in the playoffs, and I knew that we we had a better shot this way, mm-hmm. and so it was a nail biter of a game. That's the thing is the, all the Braves wins, with the exception of one, was a last minute you know come down to the last few outs, and the the reason why this one for me, stands out as far and away number one is the atmosphere. It's because it was a fucking sellout. Hell yeah. It was a, like, it was in the 50s outside, so yeah. I had a hoodie on. Yeah. I was snug and comfy, and um, and you're all just fucking mashed in with other people, but you're not that pissed because it's not 99 fucking degrees out. All right. Mm-hmm. And anytime a good play happened, the whole fucking place lost their shit. And there's nothing... 
There's nothing worse than being at a sporting event when there's hardly anybody there. It's like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, no shit. Like, uh, to start this year, like I've said a couple times on this podcast, I went to the Peach Bowl, where it was uh, UGA versus Cincinnati, and they were having the forced separate, you know, separation, and you got to sit eight seats away from these people, but this guy can be directly in front of you. Right, <laughs> like, right, it was the dumbest right. shit ever. <laughs> but because they only had like 15, 20,000 people there, and a stadium that can hold like 70 plus, it sucked. Yeah. Like I almost didn't give a fuck about the game because the atmosphere blew balls. Well, I straight up, dude. I mean, so, you know, being an Atlanta fan, pretty much usually most Atlanta games I ever went to as a kid and, you know, any game legitimately ever is usually the fans are into it. It's a fun fucking game. I got out to Arizona went to see a fucking diamondbacks games and i'm like dude what the fuck's going on here it's shitty yeah this is not a good baseball well it is arizona yeah no shit i mean and what was it 180 degrees when you were at the game <laughs> well they're well, kind indoors. to have a retractable <laughs> roof uh, that if it's that hot they but, put on the ac <laughs> but i'll say this we are spoiled here yeah. in this region not just in georgia but in this region where we have some of the biggest stadiums in the country for college football. And almost every game of the major programs are always sold out. And so I've been spoiled because I've gone to so many Georgia games. And even the game up in Charlotte, the Clemson versus Georgia game, it was fucking bonkers from start to finish. And anytime any Georgia fan out there can attest to this, if they've been to a, a game in Athens the last four or five years every home game is like the most raucous crazy loud you know like you can't help but get into it sure because the place is losing its shit the whole fucking time Mm -hmm. it's it's like a rock concert type of atmosphere and i live for that shit Mm -hmm. and and once you once you get your expectation expectation level set that high and then if you see anything less than that it doesn't matter if it's an NBA game or an NFL game or a, any professional sport. You're like, this blows. This yeah. just flat out fucking sucks. Yeah. And even the players said it. You know, a lot of a lot of the players were interviewed. You know, this place lost its fucking mind when this person hit the ball over there. And every single one of them said, oh, my God, having fans back in the stands is just it, it makes the biggest difference in the fucking world. Hell yeah. Because it's that that energy loop that. You know, we they do something awesome. The fans react to it. They build off of it, and it's just like a concert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's basically what it is. Sure, yeah. It's just entertainment. That's what you know. Well, I do have to gloat myself a little bit. My Cardinals, they made it to seven and fucking o today. I mean, congratulations, dude. Okay, and I do have to share. I, I, I mean, as much as i'm pleased and not only that just dude the entire team's fucking stacked the curse of the cardinals every year has been they pretty much usually have a very stacked team but they consistently make fucking irritatingly stupid mistakes mm-hmm. the, I, I can uh i can i <laughs> yeah I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sorry, man. If, you, if you're getting almost 100 yards of penalties every game, you're probably going to screw the pooch all season. This year, they've still got penalties, 
But when they see that shit going down, it turns almost immediately around. They are directing their attention that way. Now, I will make the comment, though. Please, Cardinals. Fucking pretty please. Lose a game. Lose a few. I What I would love to see is that they clinch, and then they drop Murray out, just sit him on the sidelines, everybody just throw all your second string in there and let them just shit all over the scoreboard. I don't give a sh- I don't want an undefeated team of my Cardinals just to go to the playoffs and see them yet again not get a ring. Well, I for one am rooting for the Cardinals to go 7 and 10 so that Arona can join the rest of us in hating the fucking NFL. <laughs> God damn it. No, hey, it's not going to happen, first of all, because, dude, they've not won one. They're, still, they're one of the few fucking NFL teams that has not won one. And they're the oldest football club in all of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Be- I mean, they didn't. I don't think they start- started out in, was it St. Louis? They came from in- somewhere else. And then went to St. Louis and then went out to the desert. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, them and the, the Browns, the Texans, the Falcons, the uh, the Panthers. I think there's like six teams that have never won a Super Bowl. Yeah. and But we're literally the oldest team. Quite yeah, possibly. The, uh, you yeah. know, the Panthers and the Falcons and the Seahawks, those were all expansion teams. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, the core shit. To never win one and be there from the beginning—that's pretty. The Browns are one of those too. Yeah, the Browns are the Browns are in that in that crew. Because I don't give a fuck about the NFL anymore, I wouldn't mind seeing a Browns Cardinals Super Bowl. So at least one of them can one hundred percent knock that thing down. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm going to start every week. uh, I'm going to look at the list of games Mm -hmm. that are coming on, and I'm going to watch them from like the seventies. I'm going to watch the 70s versions of those games. Nice. That's kind of cool. You know? Like right if, Like if, you know, uh, it, unless there's an expansion team playing that didn't exist in the well, 70s. Well, you know, then I'll have to, then I'll have to re, redo my little uh, well, trigger, schedule there. Trigger warning, Doug. Uh, you might end up watching a canceled team that... <laughs> <laughs> you know, was one day called the Redskins. Ooh, Ooh no. I had, can't I do had that. videos. I used to have uh, videos. I had them on video cassette. I didn't have them on DVD, but I wish I did. But uh, NFL, full games. You used to get full games with no, uh, you know, there's no commercials and no, nothing, uh, nothing stops the play. You know, the play goes all the way through. And yeah. you can watch a whole game in an hour, you know? Fucking killer. It was killer. I'd sit and watch him tapes. Fucking, and these are old games, you know? Yeah. Johnny Unitas and shit like that. Fucking, uh, the whole game, you know? And so you're sitting watching these games going, wow. Guy, what what I would love for you to do if you end up doing that is clip every time that they make a comment that you can tell they're doing their best not to say, Dude, they're black. That's why they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we'd get there. <laughs> it only took 31 minutes, but we made it, folks. All right, the show can officially begin. You racist fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to this episode of Ignore the Rant, everyone. We've made it to episode 63. 30 minutes in. Welcome. Yeah. Now it's time to make some announcements. And that is... Well, if you were looking for an episode to drop last week, well, obviously it didn't happen. 
And if you're wondering if one was going to drop, there's a way that you can find out so that you don't have to worry your pretty little heads. And that is to go over and follow us on Instagram at ignore the rant underscore podcast, where I put out announcements. 99% of them are just announcements when the episode is up with some creative, hopefully funny uh, meme or a relevant picture of what we talk about or something that's just going around. I just steal shit off the internet and post it as though it's my own. That's yeah. what you do on the internet. Yeah, of course. Misappropriation's the thing. Exactly. And don't forget to like us and smash that subscribe button. You fucking better. Yeah, please. Like, it's not even a request at this point. But Good Lord. But I did two things. I did two things this week on Instagram. First, I made the announcement. Uh, it was a screaming Joe Biden. <laughs> it was Joe Biden on the lifeguard chair at the uh, Blackpool where he told everybody about corn pop. Yes. And he's preaching out to the masses. And I said, announcement. There will not be an episode of Ignore the Rant this week uh, due to... Well, we're busy with other shit outside we're the tarred, podcast. We're tarred, man. We're fucking tarred. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you saw that, you knew not to even check that we'll be back in a few days and you moved on with your life happy and free with no anxiety. And then if you stuck around, the next post that I made was that, well, hey, if you're if you're just dying to hear this sweet angelic voice that you're you're listening to right now, there's a place there's a place to go do that. And uh, it's in a uh, I know I know. <laughs> but for those that are in the know, there was a podcast. I did record a podcast last week. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, is you would have to be a Patreon supporter of one Jim Brewer. The fucking brew man. Somehow, and I don't know how, I weaseled my way right up into his notifications, and he invited me to be his first guest on his Patreon podcast. Goat which, boy himself. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, your name's Jim. <laughs> Far out, man. You want to talk? Jan. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Jan. <laughs> so, a few episodes ago, we pretty much did a, an episode all on Jim Brewer and one of his Facebook Live videos that got a lot of attention. And I've been following him for, well, I've been a fan of his for 25 years, but I've been following him a lot more closely over the past few months. And he made an announcement that he's releasing a special in November, and it's called Somebody Had to Say It. And I've been watching his appearances on other podcasts. Like he's been on Rogan a couple of times. He went on with Theo Vaughn. He went on recently with uh, Anthony Cumia. And I was hearing him. I was like, holy shit, this guy is not on board with the fucking agenda. I'm digging this because it's one of my favorite comedians. Top five for me mm -hmm. um, saying shit that sounds very similar to what our listeners hear here. And so. I want to take this moment to say if you're if you're a fan of Jim Brewer and you want access to his special when it drops, you have to be a Patreon supporter. And when it when it does get released, you'll be able to download the full, I think, two nights, unedited, plus the edited version. He's giving you like full access to all his shit. So he he came out with this announcement late September. Or maybe early October and said, "This is what I'm. This is how I'm releasing it. If you want it, uh, information and details on it, follow me over on Patreon." So I immediately just went in and signed up for his highest tier, 
just trying to get his attention. Because my goal is to one day have him on this show. We've talked about this numerous yeah. times. Mm-hmm. I love the shit that he's saying. I dig his mentality. And obviously, I like the way he says shit. It's fucking hilarious to me. And he's in the business. Yes. He's, uh, he's, he's there. Yeah, he's you know? in the thick of it. He's seeing well, the dude, shit. Yeah. And, you know, we're all huge Metallica fans here. And if there's a Metallica fanboy, uh, you know, over anyone that's a celebrity, it's fucking him. Yeah, I mean, fuck, you opened up for him for yeah. an entire tour. Shit. Hell yeah. Who wouldn't? <laughs> and we and we talk about that on our podcast uh, together. Now, I didn't know what it was going to be. Is it going to be I interview him? Uh, do I need to come with pre-written questions? Is he going to interview me? Does he want to interview his fans? Does he just want to shoot the shit? And is it going to be 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour? I didn't know Dick going into it. Uh, I was his first guest on his podcast ever so there was no there was no rule book of how this was to go so i was nervous as shit the whole fucking time but he was super awesome super gracious and i got a couple clips i'm not going to play the whole thing because it was it did turn out to be a full hour that he and i talked and we had to stop it because the zoom was going to time out at an hour well, not to mention, I mean, hey, fans out there, go and support him, man. I mean, it, it, give him $15 if you can. I mean, dude, he's putting out not only content, but honest content. He's not just feeding you a bunch of shit to please a woke crowd. He's being himself and loving the fans while he's doing it. Yeah. And so because it's his Patreon podcast, I'm not going to play the whole thing. Hey, it would be a very boring episode of ignore the rant for me to just sit here and play an hour of of that and say oh, you guys what so uh, uh hey did you hear the thing when i said that i asked him <laughs> that would be a really fucking uh, just shit it would be the shittiest episode ever so what i did is i just clipped out a few little moments that i want to share just to help express my uh my graciousness to senior brewer Thank you, Jimbo. Thank you for joining the page and being the type of member you are. So I'm glad the first one is actually with you. No, trust me, the honor's all mine and all the thanks goes back to you. All right. So that's the shortest clip, but that's how it started. It was just a big uh, suck fest. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, geez, can anybody else get on the dick sucking? I mean... I tried. It's hard to, by the way, it's really hard to suck dick digitally. Yeah. <laughs> but just right out of the gate, dude's calling me Jimbo. And earlier I said, hey, you know, because he, they start the podcast a few minutes in. Uh, but I was just, I was like, dude, I'm blown away. Like, this is fucking amazing. Thank you so much. And he was just like, ah, I don't want to hear it. He's like, don't do that. <laughs> and so when he tries to thank me, I can't accept it. I don't know how to accept <laughs> <Right>? somebody <laughs> saying thank you. So I'm like, ah, shut up, Brewer. Like, let me th- let let me help you by letting me thank you. Okay, so that was off to the awkward start. But the guy's a fucking beautiful man. And uh, some at some point later on, uh, this was said. To be here. So just like anyone else. So just like one of my friends. Just like anyone. Uh, I love your freaking setup. You should have your own podcast going on. <laughs> thing. What a cool setup. Your setup is way better than my other guy. <laughs> so, 
Well, <laughs> guys, I think we should listen to Mr. Brewer and start a podcast. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, don't think we're going to be I don't, I, don't know. I don't think we're ready. <laughs> no. We should try 60-some episodes before we decide this to. This has all been a trial run, people. <laughs> I don't think we're ready. All right, another announcement. We are going to start a podcast <laughs> here in a few weeks. Yes. <laughs> and we'll let everybody know. Got to figure uh, out the details. Yes. Got to get a few things worked out. Yes. There's a lot of kinks. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine. Start a podcast is pretty hard. Yeah. Like, not just anybody can do it. (laughs) 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 Although, dude, next time there's a little coaching that I need to give. Yeah. You know, and it goes like this. Do I get on your knees before you start sucking dick? Otherwise, sure. you're pull your back out? I that, got you. That, I got you. you know, hey, that that's rookie mistake right there. <laughs> but it's bad. It's bad. it goes like this, man. Ignore uh-huh. the rant. Oh. Fucking say it somewhere, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, so spoiler alert, I didn't mention the podcast once on his podcast. Uh, half of that was because literally I was shitting my pants like the whole time. I was just <laughs> like, this is this is being recorded. Don't sound dumb. Uh, just try your best not to totally fuck this thing up. And there were two times that I mentioned the podcast as far as I have one. Because right. you just heard him say, oh, you should start a this podcast. A <laughs> well, I follow up with, well, it's funny you mentioned that, Jim. I do have <laughs> I one. He was like, okay, so, uh, and I was like, all right, maybe uh, maybe I should just move along. And then there was another time where I, I referenced to the man himself the video that we did the episode on. And I bring up, hey, so I, I recorded that and I chopped it up and we played it and we all talked about it on uh, on my podcast and he was just like, oh, thanks, man. That's great. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> and just kept moving. And I was like, yeah, that's twice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think he's interested. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> don't want you plugging it. <laughs> yeah. And so I didn't feel that using his platform was the place to push our stuff. Well, and, sure. and, it's, and it's not. No. Yeah. yeah no. That would have been rude as fuck. Especially <laughs> yeah. since you're a, a Patreon that's paying to do this. You know, mm-hmm. he's it's like, it's almost like, uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's a it, that that whole uh, this whole thing of of being able to buy access is fairly new. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a fairly new thing. Oh yeah, you know, it's not. Uh, it's it's you know, it's over the past maybe fifteen years or whatever. Yeah, you guys remember but, that time Marlon Brando zoomed yeah. with one of his fans? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for for regular people to be able to buy access, even for like concerts, you know, yeah. you can. You can pay more money and do the meeting, beat and greet and all that kind of shit. Yeah. And, uh, and it's cool because I know the artists are getting, you know, more money. That's the cool part of it. And they deserve it. I mean, because fucking record sales and all that shit's gone. They got no way to live. But at the same time, the artists themselves have to be kind of like, Damn, we're opening the door for whatever the fuck, Mm, you know uh what I'm saying? For what? We don't know what the fuck's coming down the pipe when we, Especially with something like what he's doing. Yeah. You know, sure. where he's like just throwing it out there. Okay, dude, top tier. Come on, we're going to do a podcast. He don't know what he's going to get. You know, he don't know. What it, no. It, it, he could be getting a Kaczynski out in the middle of a fucking jet somewhere. You know? Hi, Jim. Hi, Jim. <laughs> I've been watching you closely, Jim. I've been watching you. <laughs> Real big fan, Jim. <laughs> when are you coming to Sheboygan? It, Jim. It, you know, the, and yeah. that's, and that's, you know, it, it's with him throwing himself out there like that and all these artists, all, they're all doing it. But 
when they put themselves out there like that, you know, yeah. it's it's them putting mm-hmm. themselves out there, and I don't feel like us plugging what we're trying to do <laughs> sure. to them is yeah. a is a valid platform. No, That's of course I'm. I I am of course giving you shit. I would not have done the the anything different. Um, and honestly, dude, there there is something that I mean. There is a little bit of you know, kind of we're not worthy kind of bowing down that I got to do to you for this reason. And it's like, there's always that trope. Never meet your heroes. Dude, you've met at least two heroes that I know of. Mm -hmm. And both fucking times, not only stand up individuals, but goddamn, I mean, it, it just amazing interactions that you've had. I've been lucky a couple times. This past week was one of those, but I mean, obviously, I paid my way in. Like it wasn't like a I just stumbled out of a gas station and, well, and fell and into s- them. And see, that's what I'm saying. That's the, that's what makes it so. Um, I don't I don't know I don't know what the word is because just like you said, I met two of my heroes. Yeah. Now I didn't pay to do it. It was it was just totally fluke fucking luck. Yeah. You know, for one, I walk into a pawn shop and he's standing right beside me, mm-hmm. which is just fucking crazy. But, uh, Who's he? Yeah, Ace Freely. Ace Freely, guitar player from original God guitar. Damn. Yes. Uh, yeah, I met him and I met Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. That's two of my fucking biggest all-time heroes. Yeah. And uh, now, granted, your composer was much better than, than mine was <laughs> either time <laughs> in, in either of those moments because uh, it was I, I was totally fucking starstruck yeah. both times. Both times. I mean, straight up fucking mumbling stupid saying dumb shit starstruck you know and you know that but that was that was huge for me you know well i'll be honest and if this wasn't recorded my conversation with jim i would have said and done all those same dumb things because right. mm-hmm. the first five minutes of our chat got cut out because it was uh you first of all meeting somebody through zoom is awkward enough you know they they send you a link you have to make sure that all your shit is ready to go everything fucking works and because once you click open right you gotta be ready and so i hit the link and then th- it waits for them to let me in but as soon as they let me in um there he is and he's like ah, hey what's up man right, and i'm just right. like cool. uh, hi <laughs> <right>. hello <laughs> And for like the first five minutes, like, oh, I've got the same name as you, yeah. my hero. Yeah, man. I even spell it the same, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just shit myself. Yeah, man. Just like you, man. But uh, no, I told him uh, in the part that got cut off. I was like, dude, this is amazing. You're completely brave, by the way, for right. just allowing people yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, that is. Because uh, there's crazy people out there. And. And I don't intend on being that today, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just, and then he started because where I was, uh, in my house, some of our listeners have seen it. Um, I just got all this shit behind me, Georgia Bulldogs helmet and jerseys. And there's a lot going on behind me. So for the first five minutes, he was just asking me about that and, um, found out, you know, you're in Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we cut into it and we just fucking went. I had no idea what the fuck we were going to talk about. There was no agenda, no nothing. So it was just awkward as all fuck. But um, but no, uh, going back to what you were saying, Arona, the only other time that I've had like this, as far as meeting like a top tier comedian, was I met Bill Burr. And he spent 20, 25 minutes just shooting the shit with me. 
because I made sure that I was the last one in the line. I didn't want to handshake and move along. I was like, he said on his podcast, if you ever see me on a show, just fucking come by, say what's up. We'll have a beer, whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to fucking do that. Not to mention you happened to be behind an irritating slute. Yeah. There was a giant cunt that was trying to weasel free tickets out of them and uh, damn near ruined the entire possibility of ever even meeting him. But he dealt with that. Shooed that fucking bitch away, and then uh, and then I come in. <laughs> so and, I don't know if it got any better for him. And see, there's and there's a big difference between knowing you're going to meet somebody and then just meeting them, yeah, without knowing you were ever going to meet them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? There's, yeah, it's a huge difference because, like, I give you an example. Like Neil Sean, the guitar player from Journey, uh, he was in a band called Hardline, and they played in North Carolina. And me and a buddy of mine that did production were working the show. And so I got to meet him. He, he walked in, you know, and uh, really cool. Talked to him for an hour more, or an hour or more, you know, just about rigs and about playing and about all kinds of shit. And I was in, a, in that situation, I was completely different. I wasn't, it wasn't like I was starstruck yeah. or any, anything. It was just, it was Neil Sean. He was standing right in front of me and we're just having a conversation, you know? Yeah. And uh, so it, it, uh, but I knew that was going to happen. You know, I knew that band was coming and I knew we were working production and I knew I would run into the band, you know? Yep. And You're so, a lot better prepared to right, not right. be a bumbling idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when you, when you walk into a pawn shop and fucking Ace Freely standing in front of you, you know, yeah. and, and you were a kiss fucking freak growing up. Uh-huh. I mean, he was like a god when I was a kid, you know? And uh, that was that was just too much. That was like a... That was a shock to the fucking system. Dude, I, yeah, I'll tell you, if I ever, especially like anybody from Metallica, if I ever met any of them, I guarantee you within the first two minutes of me meeting them, I would make an offhand comment of, Ooh, I accidentally just shit myself. <laughs> oh, oh, I just shit myself. Oh, no. <laughs> no not again. <laughs> this happened in 99. <laughs> Why? At least I'd be memorable, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. You were the only person that ever had to be escorted out with nobody ever wanting to touch you. <laughs> and with a fan blowing you back. You can smell him coming. You can smell him. Anyway, uh, and I don't know where, I just dropped these clips in, so I don't even know what's about to come up. Uh, but uh, here's another moment that old Jimbo and I shared together. One thing about podcast is that it's kind of breaking the uh, umbilical cord that used to be plugged into media, which as I yeah. think we're more and more people are seeing media is just the acronym for the most effective devil in America. It it's, really, when the media is covering podcasts and conversations that are happening on podcasts, that should tell you who's actually starting to sway the conversation, in my opinion. Without a doubt, you guys should tell. Yeah. Come out and they're all going crazy. Yeah. Why are they going crazy? What? Did you ever debate what Carlin said? Did you ever debate what Chris Rock said? Did you ever debate what Richard Pryor said? If you don't like it, you don't watch it. Yeah. Um, because the truth seekers have always been the gestures. The gestures come. And from the beginning of the time, they blah, 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 people laugh, and then they leave, and a couple of people go, hey, he said some interesting things. Ah, he's just a clown. 
Um, <laughs> seriously. He's, he's here to be mocked, not to be entertaining. <laughs> this goofy bastard. <laughs> Dude, how fucking surreal is that? That it's like every time you say something, it's Brewer coming back with Brewer patented <laughs> copyrighted <laughs> shit. Dude, throughout the conversation, a handful of times I got him to laugh. And those were fucking amazing moments. Did you have to wipe the splooge out of the pants? I left it. <laughs> yeah. I'm it will be there yes. next year. I will never wash those pants. I will never watch my panties again. I, I've bottled it, and I plan to wear this cologne. I think I can sell it on OnlyFans. But, <laughs> but to answer your point, every time I would say anything and he replied back, it was like, this is retarded like this is an amazingly retarded thing that's happening now but every time i would say anything that got him to chuckle or like you know go off into a tangent that was that was magical yeah it yeah. was, it was it, to make another comedian laugh even if it's just in conversation but brewer's pretty easy to break by the way <laughs> notice he said another comedian <laughs> did you notice that did i you, did, did, you I, did. I caught okay. it what <laughs> what did i say Huh? Huh? Uh oh, he missed it. <laughs> See, he missed it. You literally missed it. <laughs> to get a comedian to laugh is awesome. Yeah. To get Brewer, a comedian, no, no, to laugh. No, no. when you originally you said, said another it, to get another comedian to laugh. Yeah, like Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You will hear it back when we play right. it. Well, but I you, got yeah, arrogant he's fuck. A, he is. He's a comedian. I he got, is. I got Bill Burr to laugh <laughs> you're a, a couple times. And to be able to go two for two with you're another comedian. comedian. Okay, so now I, you're a comedian. Yep. I'm. You heard that right. I'm a comedian, motherfucker. There you go. <laughs> well, dude. Uh, okay. And not to continue the blow fest <laughs> that damn. we're doing here. <laughs> but, dude, seriously, that inter that chain interchange that just happened between the two of you. Mm hmm. I mean, you commented to me before we came over. It was just like, dude, I listened to it. I, you know, looking back, I sounded nervous as fuck. Dude, I don't hear it. I, I mean, and maybe there's other parts of the podcast, of course, that maybe it came through more. But, dude, that was not a fan meeting his, you know, hero. You were having a legit awesome podcast conversation with the dude standing toe to toe, at least in that exchange. No, it was fun. I think I can hear it because I know in my head what I was wanting to say. And then I hear how it comes out. So I know that I was nervous. All right. Plus, sure. I just remember being nervous. Of course. But, um, but anyway, from one comedian to another, let's continue. <laughs> and, and I'll even end on a, uh, and I don't know how much time we have or any of that stuff. We got, we got about eight minutes. Okay. Um, <laughs> If you would, this has been fun, by the way. I'm not so looking like, at the clock. Anyway. I've been having a freaking blast. Like I'm sitting here, like when you're talking, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm just watching one of your normal videos, like uh huh, uh -huh. and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, he can he can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> so I, that was amazing. I was able to just let him know. By the way, I'm freaking the fuck out the whole time. Have been the whole time, and, and like I said, I wanted this in there before we're done. Right, but right. He could. He has a little clock. Ticking down, it's like, you know, it starts at an hour and it ticks down. So he's like, ah, yeah, we'll look at about eight, eight, nine eight minutes. minutes. <laughs> I'm not watching the clock really. We got eight minutes. We got about eight minutes. Truly, I'm having a good time. <laughs> Six minutes. <laughs> well, okay. And, and I mean, for anybody who hasn't, which at this time, if you haven't used that platform, um, it's just weird. But 
I mean, they it has an hour cutoff. Unless you you have to pay for a specific thing to get more, which I'm like Brewer, come on, man, don't you? But well, it keeps yeah. it so that it's it's guaranteed to be I'm, sure. Okay, I can allot an hour out of my day to do this thing with this guy, and then after that, no matter what, no matter how good or bad it's going, you can always cut it off early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're never gonna have more than that. And uh, finally, to to end this blowfest, here is the final clip between just two old. Comedians chucking it up. Is this finally where you both come? Seven Libyan missiles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jim, this has been a lot of fun. This is yes, uh, sir. I hope no. we get. You know what? We'll, we'll. I won't make a promise, but I bet you we'll be able to do this again because I'm, a, I'm available. You know, whenever, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll make time. Um, uh, so thank you. No, Jimbo, thank you. I love doing this. I love meeting people like you. I wish the Braves, I hope they win it all. And um, I hope we meet up. I really do. I hope we come across Atlanta sometime next year. We can hang out before or after the show, whenever. But I appreciate and I thank you because you're more inspiring than you can ever imagine. You talking to me, saying the things you said, that hits me and then that goes out to masses and and you don't realize this connects with so many other people that we don't even understand connects with so thank you and uh i hope you like the special i know i will i look forward to the next time you come to atlanta i'll definitely hit you up jim thank you so much man hey man love and laughter man take care jimbo dude i gotta i gotta admit right now i mean not to since we've been doing a blow fest, I gotta bring my puss into this a little bit. <laughs> okay. I almost got a little misty right there. Seriously, with what he said, and you know, for all you fans that definitely can't see us, I put the devil horns up for <laughs> everything he just said. Yeah. I mean, dude, that fucking amazing, man. Nah, Brewer's the fucking G. There ain't no doubt about it. That dude is fucking badass. He's a motherfucking gangsta. And regardless if uh you know, what the special turns out to be or whatever. If I never even get a chance to meet the man and let's say he never even comes to Atlanta ever again, he'll always be a G in my book. Just to have that level of fame and to be that fucking gracious to somebody he's never met, doesn't know anything about. I think it's just fucking uh, something that I wish more people did. No. Yeah. I hear you. It's uh access. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy how it's changed. It's amazing. It, and I'm glad that they're doing that. I'm glad that there's people like that that are doing that. You yeah. Know, that open it, I mean, because like I said, they could be opening it up to, I mean, my God. Absolutely. Think about the goth bands. Oh, my God. <laughs> Think about what they could open up if they did that shit. I've been cutting myself all day <laughs> waiting for this. <laughs> It's like I uh, myself when I listen to your songs. I'm getting a little woozy. <laughs> what's the, what's the band out of like Switzerland or whatever that they're legit just fucking devil worshippers and like do mutilations on stage and shit? Which band's not now? Yeah, well, d- dude, there's a main one that I think it actually ended up murdering somebody. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. well, the dude yeah. that burned all the churches down. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember the name of the band. Imagine them doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Satan. Yeah, the stray cat population would go th- <laughs> all the way to zero. <laughs> but if you are interested in listening to the full hour, go over to Patreon, look up Jim Brewer's 
dash somebody had to say it. I'm sure if you just type in Jim Brewer in Patreon, he's probably the only one that's going to show up. Uh, feel free to show him some love, drop some drop some dollar raise. And who knows? Um, he left it on a very nice note. I doubt that I will be asked to go back on, but if I have that uh, ability, I will definitely make it known here. Hey, um, he's invited to come on here. <laughs> open invite. Anytime. Yeah. And, we won't, yeah. and, and you don't have to join our Patreon because no. <laughs> we don't have one. Yeah. But uh, if you're a Patreon uh, supporter of ours, cancel that shit because yeah. that ain't coming to us. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't coming to us. Yes. It's not. <laughs> but yeah, he's. A, I'd, I'd love to have him on this podcast. Bro. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, just all people, of us- just people that are real like mm-hmm. that, man. That whole when when he did that Facebook live thing, man. Yep. Yeah. Everything he said in there because I we had just talked about it mm-hmm. like a week, before, not even a week before that mm-hmm. on the podcast, and I was everything he was hitting on was just what I was questioning, you know. And I even How- I even had the chance to tell him, uh, Jim. It- <laughs> I, I I told him that a reaction to one of those videos, I was like, uh, I told my friends that I thought you were listening to my phone calls because right, right. you were echoing everything that me and my friends talked right. about. I actually feel a little bit like the, uh, and I, you mentioned you were like, yeah, I, I was like, Doug was, you know, agreeing with everything you said kind of thing. I was like, damn, I'm the redheaded stepchild. Did you not even be like Arona or, you know, everything? <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks, man. Well, we had just got done talking about Metallica. <laughs> yeah. And he... In that video, he talks about celebrities, that he's right. met a lot of celebrities, and I tied that back in, bridging the gap, metal guy who's met celebrities sure, doing sure. the metal thing to try to, you know, stay in the pocket of the conversation. But I, we did talk about Metallica for, I don't know, good 10 minutes or so, about his tour, meeting the guys. He does impersonations uh, of <laughs> Lars. <laughs> oh, that's I've, I've actually amazing. seen him do Lars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lars. This is yeah. Lars. From Metallica, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, he does it all the time. Yeah, it's he, awesome. Yeah, he, he's he does got a good fucking one. down. He well, does a good, and one. he asked because I asked him about what it was like to tour with Metallica, and and you know trying to get some stories out of him different than some of the ones that he's told before. And he asks, well, he starts to get into it. He's like, dude, it's amazing. You know, Metallica, the biggest band, whatever. Ah, I'm a huge fan. And then he was like, well, Jim, are are you a fan? And I was like, dude, diehard. First concert I ever spent money on a ticket myself was Metallica's final show at the Omni. And I told him that, and I was like, I've seen him a couple times. I was like, in fact, I'm going to see him in a couple weeks here in Atlanta. He was like, oh, dude, Lars is totally going to come up. It, you know, he's me. Oh, I can't do a Lars. Yeah, he's right, like, right. Atlanta, <laughs> hey, what's up, Atlanta? And he just starts going off. Yeah, right, right. So anyway, if you want to hear that shit, if you want to hear Jim actually doing Jim, uh, go uh, be a Patreon supporter and get a special that drops next month. Uh, that on that by itself will be enough, um, worthy of the payment. Now I'll I'll definitely get the special and have a reaction to it and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, if anything comes of the Jim Brewer possible podcast connection, uh, our listeners will be the first to know, and you can find that out on our goddamn Instagram. <laughs> go, go give that bitch a follow. <laughs> what, what, what's the handle on that there, Jimbo? Well, well, yeah, what's the address? What's uh, at ignore the rant underscore podcast. Uh, we've got far more followers over there, but I don't think most of them are listeners. Don't do we have a Twitter account? Yeah, but you know, nobody I, ever uses. Like, we got like thirty people over there. And oh, I, okay. Yeah, I mean t- Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we got one, but I mean you, you're more than welcome to follow it. I think it's just uh, at ignore the rant. Hey, and Twitter. we always value a little message. You know, drop us a line. We'll more than almost absolutely mention you. You know what? When you Google uh, Stumblewitch, mm-hmm. ignore the rant comes up. No shit. Got the fifth one down. Yeah. 
That's oh, fucking awesome. Motherfucker. Yeah. We're in the algorithms, bitches. We are. <laughs> but uh, anyway, all right. Now, shifting gears out of whatever the fuck this show has been to this point. You know, we did talk about sports pretty heavily in the first half hour. And we talked about football. And then we blew each other for 30 minutes. Well, I think most people can remember. But I have a story. I have an NFL story that I would like to share with you guys. That's a little different than football talk. It's more in the in the ignore the rant line of what we consider news. Now, this happened a couple of weeks ago, and it missed my radar because I don't live in Kansas City. <laughs> but the Chiefs, not only are they having a rough year this year, uh, their super fans are fighting each other in the stands. Now, if you don't know what the fuck a super fan is, congratulations, you're a normal human. But there are teams with diehard fans that paint their faces. Like, there's the Jets fire guy. Uh, everything's got yeah, the yeah. fucking everything. Yeah, got the old before it was Vegas. The you know Oak the Raiders with the you know big ass spike dude. Oh yeah, so every team has a version of the people that just take their shit way too seriously, and they're super fans. They are, and I've always asked myself, you know, because you you see them on TV. And they're like, that guy's got to be a paid member of like, he's got to be on this on the payroll to be that fucking into it and that fucking crazy. And then you start going to the games and you see like they take pictures with people, their personalities of their of themselves. And I'm just stalling, waiting for this ad to end so that I can actually finally play this. But uh, here's a story that I want to share with you guys about a a tussle that happened in the stands between two Kansas City fans. Check this shit out. Fighting in the stands of Arrowhead Stadium is all over social media, this time with an odd twist. I'm John Holt. And I'm Christelle Bell. You know, before it was fans brawling as the Chiefs took on the L.A. Chargers. Last night, it was super fans squaring up early in the game against the Buffalo Bills. Fox Sports' Jacob Kittlestad joins us live from Arrowhead after hearing from both so-called super fans, Jake. Well, if you spend any time around here on game day, you're likely to be aware of at least one of these men. The man known as the X Factor has been around for decades. He's the one seen in the video getting knocked down by another man who the people of Section 129 may know <laughs> oh. as Red Extreme. Okay. What the fuck of are these wrestling names? Yeah, row 17, yeah. seat 7. Everybody knows this. Everybody Now, note how professional... They are treating this story. This dude, they, they, they sound like wrestlers. I'm like, dude, they have entrance music to get into the fucking stadium? Yeah, it's amazing. I did not know that there was like this enclave of super fans <laughs> and this whole environment, this whole world. But it's just funny to me. It's a very professional newscast. We're going to talk about serious matters. I thought it was going to be a gang of them against a gang of them. <laughs> <laughs> clubs and shit out there beating the fuck out of each other. That's still happening in Oakland. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> anyway. the Oakland super fan. So let's get into the story. This is the X Factor about six years ago. Meeting and whooping it up with young Chiefs fans. And this is X Factor today. <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> he's he's in a hospital gown. Oh my God! With his Chiefs headgear <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, with his Chiefs, walking down a sidewalk <laughs> on a rainy day. <laughs> now, if anybody's ever been a part of a news interview, all of this is set up. 
they t- oh how about we get a shot of you walking right for right. b-roll footage right, so-, right. <laughs> <laughs> so so this fight that they're talking about happened the prior week and this guy's still in his hospital gown and his stupid fucking headgear. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, try not to look at us and pretend we're not here. Yeah, take us seriously. We're we're super fans. Pulled by his foam hat. This is Broncos colors from the hospital. They kicked me out of Arrowhead. First time ever X Factor's been kicked out. <laughs> we don't have permission to show Poor the X-Factor. video of the X Factor falling after an apparent punch, but it has nearly a million views on Twitter. The X Factor explains what happened from his perspective and who is involved. He's my old apprentice. I actually made him famous. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. You know, gave him the name Red Extreme. I saw him come run up the stairs at me and he was had that look, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, he tried to grab his jersey to stop him and talk to him and he... Like the movie Friday, he deboed me one punch and I oh all stars. They took it's all stars. Dude, okay. does, he, is he, does he have an extra chromosome somewhere? Oh, my God. Yeah, he did. Right he forgot it somewhere else. He made this guy famous. <laughs> yeah, he, I made him famous. He, he was his apprentice. He showed him the ropes of what being a super fan's all about. That is insane. That's insane. This is when the, the teacher becomes the master, apparently, where the only way that you can become the supreme super fan is, is you have to kill his child. <laughs> you have to kill your teacher and take his throne. <laughs> you have to charge him and take it away. <laughs> okay, we'll continue. Um, I, I do- triage at Arrowhead, checked me out. I felt all right at the time, but then... I didn't know I broke my ribs. Oh my God. 17-minute video. Okay. Okay. This is getting a little more serious. <laughs> he broke some ribs. <laughs> what the fuck? He didn't even know. <laughs> you know, I, I, I might be a clumsy motherfucker, but I've never broken my ribs at a goddamn football game. And if you see the video, it's, it's slow motion at best. Like, yeah. It's not a physical. The dude's old. <laughs> right. He slowly goes down to the stairs. I, I might make the comment, he sounds exactly as I thought he would. Well, he's uh, got to be the senior because he's yeah. teaching the new guy, and the new guy's fucking taking the throne. Taking him he's, out, man. Yeah, he's taking him out. God, I'm uh, done with you. Next time anybody's out at a professional sporting <laughs> event, keep an eye on these super fans. They're up to something. Dude, uh, <laughs> that is hey, some, I that call is cage match. Shit. Let's cage match a bunch of super fans. Oh, it would be wonderful. But uh, anyway, this story still has, we're only halfway through. There's more. Uh, here we go. Part two. ...to his Facebook page following the incident. He says, a cup of water was thrown and hit my wife in the back and splashed onto me. He continues, I have never in my life felt so bad about feeling so good because knocking that low-life son of a expletive out... Was the greatest feeling I've had in a long time. My problem. <laughs> okay, so these are <laughs> these are quotes from the Red Extreme, right? The guy who took out X Factor. Okay, yeah. I just want right, everybody right, to be right, sure. Got, like, oh, <laughs> so this is the guy that charged right. the elder charged super him, fan, yes. and he's never felt so bad about feeling so good <laughs> <laughs> about, <laughs> about dropping that old motherfucker. Yeah, he's he's got another quote here. It happened inside the stadium, 
and I never imagined in my life I would behave in that manner in the stadium. He also accuses the X-Factor of being inebriated. It says that I'm a meth addict, which I, I'm a cocaine addict and alcoholic. I'm not a meth addict. I'm just cocaine and alcohol. Can you believe this low-life motherfucker <laughs> called me a meth addict? I only procure the finest of cocaine. <laughs> I don't deal with that dirt meth. And I'm also an alcoholic. <laughs> This dude's admitting it on the news. (laughs) You know, I do want to have Brewer on, but we need to have this fucking guy on. Yeah, he might have to come first. I think we know what his X factor is now, though. (laughs) It's cocaine. Brew a water bottle at him, which I didn't. And I flipped my car. Uh, we could go Tuesday. So. <laughs> Get about retiring. He now. flipped his uh, car. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, this guy's having a pretty bad yeah, run of yeah. luck. Yeah. He gets his ass kicked in the stadium. <laughs> He's being called well, a meth head, which clearly is it's untrue. It's cocaine. It's cocaine yeah. and alcohol. Yeah. And then he flips his car. <laughs> a week ago. <laughs> yeah. Flip a car over what a week ago. What the fuck is going on there? That's guy. a hell of a fucking trifecta. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, fuck. All right. We only got 42 yeah. seconds left. Let's <laughs> right. see. Let's see, see if what we he's... can make it. It's <laughs> making me stronger. Jesus. You know, Jesus was persecuted. Oh my God! He really went there with he that. He's looking to press charges at this point, but throughout the day we did try to connect directly with Red Extreme, but were turned down. However, immediately before our broadcast, we spoke by phone, and he stressed that anything that the X Factor says should be taken with a big dose of skepticism. <laughs> that he himself actually stepped away from the super fan community because of his distrust and distaste. Of X Factor's behavior. No, you know what those words were, actually? (laughs) He's a lying. He's full of shit. He's a lying motherfucker. (laughs) He's full of shit. You put that on the news. He's full of shit. Yeah, you can quote me on that, Jack. (laughs) He's reminding me a lot of a certain Randy Quaid in fucking Major League. In fact, uh, this might not be the correct clip, but. Randy Quaid was the first X Factor. The first super fan. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, I stumbled across that story and I was like, oh. That was that's gold. This oh, is gold. This is our type of story. That's this is funny. our type of story. That's crazy. That's funny as hell. I love you, X Factor. <laughs> Dude. Thank hey, you, you got a new super fan. Thank you for teaching the young. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, just don't teach him all the moves. Yeah, don't teach him everything. Got to leave a few secrets uh, yeah. for yourself. Don't otherwise. teach him how to charge. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He come charging <laughs> So so do you think he actually cracked his ribs in the stadium or do you think it's more likely he cracked him in the car when rolling he over? Car, I think it was probably the prior week when he was trying to suck himself, but I'm, you know. all I know is uh I tip my proverbial cap off to X Factor. That motherfucker just gave a news interview of all news interviews. Yes, oh yeah. So for all those Chiefs fans out there, uh I guess we'll pour one out for X Factor. He's never got allowed in that stadium again, especially after fucking admitting to being a cocaine and alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, being okay, so, so super fans like that traditionally usually have tickets almost to every home game, right? Well, I'm sure they do. I mean, how can you be a super fan if you're not at every game? Jesus, man. Yeah. Well, it. <laughs> how the fuck can you make it to every game and still have a coke? I know there was uh, a addiction. Braves. Uh, there was a guy. I don't know if he passed away or if he said, we'll, we'll know. We'll know. He hasn't missed a Braves game since like 1971 or something like that. A lot, real long time. Yeah. He's been going, he's been to every home game. Damn. And, uh, I saw him on the news. That was just like a year ago or so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, if he's still, if he's still alive, you'll hear about him in the next few days. Oh yeah. You I don't doubt it. Has he cracked any he's ribs a- while on coke? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if he hasn't. You know? Is he even a super fan? What's the fucking uh, the bird? Uh, well, you have is the ATL. Oreo, Orioles. They got a bird. <laughs> they got a bird fucking mascot. There's a, there's quite a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I remember that. I remember two mascots getting into it. This was one of the greatest things in baseball I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Was the the two mascots? It was a bird, and I forgot what the other the other dude looked like a like a person. Like a, it was like a, a person kind of mascot, you know, yeah. like a character. Yeah. And, uh, and they were beating the shit out of each other on the, yeah, that was funny as hell. That was back in the probably early eighties. Anytime, anytime mascots break the fourth wall, it's fucking glorious. Yeah. There's never a time oh, that it's yeah. not. Yeah. It's always gold. Yeah. There's, yeah, you won't find a bad video out there <laughs> yeah, of them losing their professionalism. Beating the oh, shit dude, out of each other. Especially triple A mascots. Like in baseball, Jesus Christ, they go for the gold. Yeah, because they're literally working for leftover popcorn. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, so there we go. Uh, that's that's the news that I bring you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my eyes peeled for any updates on X Factor. Well, or, we do uh, have uh, one update. Brian has been found. Yeah. yeah. The laundry has been taken out. Oh, Jesus. He, he, they found his skull. I don't know what else they found. I know they found his skull. Probably not much else because, uh, well, gators there's gators are, out mm-hmm. there. Do they? I mean, I, I know there was not much left, but I mean, I, I heard the story, but don't know much about what actually occurred. I mean, do they have any idea? What ended up happening to them? They to- said undetermined. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, that's what they just released was undetermined. Yeah, because there's, I guess, not enough to, to evidence to, go to figure out what happened. Yeah. It's like whoopsie. But I don't know if I said it officially on this show. But in the a month ago or so, when this whole story was hot as shit, um, I was never thinking that he was in Appalachia or going up that trail or whatever like right out of the gate i was like oh well he was last seen going into this nature preserve park and that's where it got left then yeah he probably offed himself in there and they'll find his body at some point like he's dead he's fucking dead well and i heard a story not too long afterwards where they talked to a guy that was that frequents that reserve you know on a more professional level mm-hmm. he was like dude trust me if he's in there He's not alive. Oh, yeah. No, they had that. Yeah, that guy was on like the day after it happened. Yeah. The yeah. Gator, talking about the gators and shit in there. And yeah, well, I remember that. That was on the news. All I know is I didn't even I didn't even think that he actually was on the run after that. 
until Dog the fucking Bounty Hunter showed up and was like, yeah, they're saying he's in Appalachia. He's saying blah, blah, blah. They're saying he's down here. I think he's a survival man. I think he's out there living here. I'm going to spend the next three weeks. Hey, Dog found his monster. <laughs> well, has he, he found been, a monster. <laughs> has he been back on the news since he was completely wrong? Haven't heard a fucking peep. No. no, no <laughs> since he hurt his ankle or whatever and went back to Colorado or something. Now, we had our own take on Dog. And I think we were pretty well on point and mocking him. But we weren't the only people that thought like we did. There's another guy here I want to play to you uh, who put, for some reason, put this video on the internet. And here's his take on Dog. Fucking no. Uh, my opinion ain't worth much. Uh, it's just another fucking random guy talking shit. Uh, <laughs> but here's my take on the whole thing. The old girl, terrible thing to happen to her. You know, no nobody should... Have to go through that like her family's having to go through this. You know, yep. she got killed. Yep. I'm pretty sure she got killed by her boyfriend. You know, I was a little fucking suspicious that he just took off running. Yeah. You know, that's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what else is my opinion. This <laughs> motherfucker right here. Okay, it's like this. Dr. Bounty Hunter has a new show coming out. I'm not saying it's a coincidence that he just happened to show up on this case that's being covered by every single news outlet, every single social media, everything like that. I'm, I'm not saying... No, he's not saying that. that. He's using this for money and fame. Nope. That's not what I'm saying. Uh-uh. I'll let you say it. Okay. I'll let you say it. I'm not saying there's a $170,000 like $170, bounty or something on this motherfucker's head or some crazy shit. All I know is terrible thing to happen to that old girl. It honestly <laughs> is. Does he give a fuck about it? No. That motherfucker here is to be standing in front of a camera and make him some fucking fame, publicity, and get a little bit of money off of it. That's what he's there to do. And that's what he based his life around. That's what he did for a living. So that's what he's still doing now. And everybody that's promoting it and saying, oh, yeah, dog's going to get him. Dog the Bounty Hunter is not going to find this motherfucker, most likely. What's going to happen is it's either going to be a police force that's actually looking for him instead of this random motherfucker from Hawaii. Or it's going to be some random-ass person walking in a gas station going to buy a Snickers. And it's like, oh, shit, that's him. Because every single person knows what this dude looks like, pretty much. Because you can't scroll through Facebook, Twitter. You can't scroll nope. through hardly anything. Can't do it. Without seeing his fucking picture. Yeah, it's everywhere. Uh, little quick recap here. Uh, my opinion doesn't fucking matter. Brown Laundry probably killed her because running never looked innocent. <laughs> Dr. Bounty Hunter's here for fame and money. It's a terrible thing to happen to that old girl, and I wouldn't know what to do if it happened to me. So, <laughs> Well, I reckon that's about all I got to say about that. Dude, is he a fucking extra on King of the Hill? I got two Holy words. Shit. Amen, brother. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that video has 127,000 views, by the As it should. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's that's under that's the level. Low. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of low. Come on, well, man. He's about to get the ignore the rant bump. Come so on, man. Yeah. You're welcome. There you go. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, here, here comes 40 or 50, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah look out for the wave. Shit, but here it is anyway. Yeah, here. Okay, so let me recap what I just told you. I'm going to tell you. I don't matter. <laughs> and what I say don't matter. But if you made it this far, it sure is maybe terrible. It <laughs> Maybe man, it sure is terrible what happened to that old girl. That and, old girl. Uh, and dog the bounty hunter should not be trusted. <laughs> I, I want him on this show with uh, Reese from Dawsonville. <laughs> oh man, they would have a good old time. We, we would need to somehow figure out we, an interpreter. Yeah, we would because you can't put closed captions on a fucking podcast. <laughs> We'd have to stop every now and then and be like, I believe they're talking about wrenches. <laughs> so. 
Uh, and you know there has to be sodomy included somewhere in what they're saying well that's a given yeah it's kind of like going to the massage parlor and uh you know asking to have them finish you off like it's a given come on flip me over and come on do your thing happy ending oh Mm -hmm. lord so anyway case is officially closed i just wanted this guy to to sum up what we what we've been talking about over the past couple months and take us from start to finish he summed uh, it up pretty good yeah I think I'm going to listen to this guy's opinion more yeah. often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in other news of people being uh, found dead this week uh, that has gotten grand national notoriety. Facebook uh, is changing their name. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Was, that was just a funny. <laughs> it was stupid and nobody's laughing and, and it bombed. So, so, so yeah, just continue, sir. I'm you, sorry. Hey, you shot your shot. I did. And, yeah, I and that one turned out to be a blank, but somebody else shot a shot, <laughs> which was not a blank. Hey, I'm glad it's not me for once. <laughs> one murderous Donald Alec. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was an impersonator on SNL for four years. Yes. But uh, yeah, it, everybody knows the story by now. Yeah. I imagine Alec motherfucking Baldwin killed a lady. And he'll never act again. I I, I think that. He I don't killed think he a woman. Will. I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't think he will ever act again. And shot the director. <laughs> Looking right at yeah. the camera. Looking right at... It was... Yeah, that was... Uh. Man, that's that's terrible. I it know is, he's a yeah. douchebag and yeah. all that kind of shit. Giant, but man, yeah. that is to any for anybody. Yeah, for that to happen to anybody, mm-hmm. especially when you're acting in a fucking movie and somebody hands you a gun and you shoot it and you kill somebody and injure somebody else behind them because the bullet goes right through them. Yeah, yeah, that is, and that and this that, is what this wrong is place wrong time I this mean, is the one and, and this goes back to brandon lee i was i was yeah. in north carolina when that happened mm-hmm. and uh from what i understood and I've, i think i've actually said this on a podcast before i don't know if i have or not but we knew some investigators mm-hmm. that worked for the state bureau and somehow some of my friends got information that what brandon lee was killed with was called a wad yes and and a wad is supposed to uh, disperse. It's supposed to totally burn off by the gunpowder yep. when it comes out of the gun. Yep. You know, and, and somehow that one stayed intact, and that's what killed him. Mm-hmm. Now in this case, they're saying a bullet, a live fucking a round, bullet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is a fucking real bullet doing, doing on a movie set? Exactly. Yeah. That's my. That's my whole question. In- and immediately, because we are also the podcast for shitty takes on conspiracy theories, <laughs> they've already started. Okay. And I'm going to read through a couple, because if, let's just say big if true. So it starts off with just headlines talking about what happened in the Alec Baldwin situation. So up here in the top right, it says, Alec Baldwin, shooting victim, was wife of Latham and Watkins' lawyer. And you're like, okay, well, a lot of people are married to lawyers. And then you scroll down to a story from just a month ago. Lawyer whose firm represented Clinton campaign indicted by special counsel investigating Russia probe. And you're like, oh, okay. Hmm. This sounds a lot like a judge who happened to have her husband shot on her behalf. So I... So far, nothing has been... I just said this lady was the wife of a lawyer, and that the lawyer 
that represented Clinton campaign is now being indicted. Let's go to slide three. There's a quote here that talks about people I don't know. Mr. Sussman has committed no crime. Attorneys Sean Berkowitz and Michael Bosworth of the law firm Latham and Watkins said this was the news article about them uh, being indicted on the whole Clinton thing. Mm -hmm. So the law firm that was representing the Clinton side or whatever in this indictment are going, or maybe even going after them. I haven't figured this all out yet. uh, Was, was married to this woman who was killed by Alec Baldwin. And so the shittiest conspiracy theory is the Clinton strike again, (laughs) taking out their opponents, getting a message across much like you said, with the FedEx driver mm-hmm. gone last year and killing the, the son of the judge that was handling the, the Epstein case. So this is a pretty recent story as far as like at the time that we're recording. But conspiracy theories have already started. People have been saying it was a Trump supporter that loaded the gun to make Alec Baldwin look bad. That's fucking retarded. I just want to know how a bullet wound up on a movie set. Yeah. That's... That would I, be well, my that would be my only question. Well, I can I can tell judge. you this much: pure fucking carelessness. If if it was an accident, yes. And anybody who's ever handled firearms and isn't scared of them, or isn't out, you know, speaking out against them, like Alec Baldwin has spent his whole fucking career. Anybody that respected them would always know you never trust a gun that you haven't thoroughly checked out yourself, right? And even after that. You never pointed at people ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how the bullet got there, couldn't tell you. But the bullet got there and he did not handle the weapon properly enough to prevent this from happening. So no matter what, Alec Baldwin, I think, should be brought up on at least manslaughter charges because his actions, even unintentional, caused the death of someone. My curiosity about the whole story I've heard bits and pieces. I know of what happens, but my curiosity, there's plenty of times that they're taking a shot of someone, you know, pulling the trigger or whatever towards the camera. I mean, what are we sure this was not an assigned shot where he was supposed to um, be pointing towards the camera? So there's a lot of reports coming out of apparently hearsay as far as what people on the set saw and heard before the shot happened and you're hearing some conflicting reports but the one thing that's been present in all of them was that alec baldwin was kind of on a loosey-goosey tirade waving the gun around and there was a disagreement about either doing a shot again or the 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 staging of where he was at this last shot and it Some of the reports that I've read said that he was kind of jokingly saying, you make me shoot this again and I'll shoot you. And that's when he pointed the gun and pulled the trigger. Oh, you fucking idiot. And that's why I'm saying if that's true, I don't give a, I don't know how the chain of command, and obviously he probably won't face any fucking time for any of this or face any charges. It'll likely be struck down to the prop manager uh, and he'll catch the blame for it. But I can't imagine that, nobody's going to catch. I mean, they got to shut the fucking movie down. It's a fucking crime scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, it should be the prop manager. I don't Dude, that's uh, Look. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't even been a bullet on the set. Mm-hmm. Totally. And if you're, if you're in charge of the guns, dude, from what I understand, those guys that are in charge of those guns, they take them with them. Mm-hmm. Those guns are in their possession for the whole 
yeah. shooting of the whole movie. Yeah. And well, um, yeah. And so that's their job. So for a bullet to wind up on the set mm-hmm. in a gun, somebody had to bring it and put it there. Yeah. And it was the person that handed him the gun's responsibility to make sure there's no live fucking bullet yeah. in there. And not so to, that's what gets mm-hmm. him off. Not that's, to mention, uh, though. we don't. There's too many unknowns. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. But there's a whole thing within that, though, that still makes me curious about the fact that the person who now I've heard I, I, it was either Temple or someone like that that said on their podcast, they were just like, he should have known what was in the gun. When you get the gun from the prop person, you're not supposed to tamper with it at all because it's supposed to be good to fucking go. Right. right. So that's uh, anybody making that. I, I hear you, what you're saying, Jim, with the whole, he shouldn't have, of course, been pointing it that way. Leave it up to a Democrat to hand a f- handle a fucking pistol the wrong way. <laughs> but shit, I mean, that right there, don't fault him for not knowing was what was in the gun for the fact that he shouldn't be tampering with it after it's handed to him from the prop master. Right. right. Well, maybe, and, and my whole point is there's too many unknowns. We don't sure. know if they'd been shooting for 12 hours and he had been firing. It was like this old timey revolver that only holds six rounds. And, you know, we there's too many things that we don't know. The only thing we know is Alec Baldwin shot and killed a lady with mm-hmm. a bullet with a real bullet. Yes. We don't know who put the bullet there. Yeah, it yeah. could have been Alec Baldwin could have set, could have fucking snapped and brought a bullet of his own and yeah, said, that's right. it. If these fucking directors, right, you, right. I'll fucking, you don't know. Yeah, sure. No, I know. And Nobody that's what knows. I'm saying. There's just too many unknowns. Um, well, but I will say, man, I mean, you know, not for nothing. I know I'm with y'all when I'm, I'm it would be stupid if I didn't say, yeah, no, he, Alec Baldwin is a douchebag. However, the glee from people, you know, talking about how hypocritical it is that he does all this anti-gun shit and then ends up actually shooting someone in the face. That, I mean, not for nothing, even if he's a piece of shit, he's off on the side fucking crying, never intending to have fucking killed somebody. And now you're piling on like a piece of shit just going, oh, yeah, hey, man, you know, you said all this shit, and now, you know, look what happens. It's like, fuck you, man. Well, this is kind of the bed. I mean, if you're expecting anything else, then I've got bad news for you. Oh, yeah, no, this is America, man. I mean, when when this is how you have represented yourself, and this is these are the depictions of you, you, oh, should, I, you, should, I know, you I know. should fucking expect it. One day you all look at the world us actors created and say, wow. Good going, fag. You really made the world a better place, didn't you, fag? <laughs> yes, Alec Baldwin, you're, you've made it a better place. Obviously, that's Alec Baldwin's yeah. moment in Team America World yes. Police. <laughs> Good going, fag. <laughs> wow, that definitely didn't age well for him, did uh, it? There's a lot of things that haven't aged well, and a lot of people have pulled up tweets of his that are now in hindsight oh, just man. like you remember ooh. when his when he was ooh. getting a divorce from his old lady and he was calling his little daughter a pig and uh, a oh, slut yeah. and i mean just no he's a horrible human being yeah, it's I just mean, yeah i mean for the supposed empaths of the world that then shit on someone for something that would eat their entire soul out of them i mean 
I understand the person you're doing it to, and that kind of, in some way, excuses. However, on the other end, go fuck yourself. That's all I'm saying. If you if you are into watching the shit show that is or that are people uh, piling on Alec Baldwin, I just go look at Michael Malice on Twitter. He's been fucking <laughs> straight roasting the dude at a at a clip of uh, about three tweets an hour for the past two and a half days. Just fucking going like even his own fans are like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> like. <laughs> I think I think we get it. And yeah, he's like, I don't mention people like him in this. I mean, malice do do the malice thing that you always do, which is tell gold. Well, like I'm 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 going to do malice Twitter roulette, much like what Alec Baldwin did. But these will just be live tweets, not rounds. Here's one I just I just scrolled and stopped. I'm old enough to remember that when a woman walked onto a film set, she was merely expecting to be assaulted by the star, not downright murdered. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. What else we got there? Okay. Uh, let's see. All right. Here's another. That's animal. not the shot in the face a woman expects to get on the set of a movie. <laughs> All right. Alec Baldwin demonstrates perfectly that when you trust the experts when it comes to safety, the results are often the precise opposite. <laughs> oh, touche, malice. <laughs> All right. Let's just go back. Okay. Here's another one. Oh, God. <laughs> By this time next year, Alec Baldwin will be giving a tear-filled interview on Stephen Colbert discussing what it's like to be the survivor of a movie set shooting. (laughs) Anyway, he goes on and on and on. There's fucking hundreds of them. But uh, if you're not turned off by people dogpiling a tragedy, (laughs) go check out Malice. He's usually pretty good for it. No, hey, like I say, I'm not. It's not the piling on. It's the hypocrisy of certain ones of them that are piling on. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm not aware of those people. No, I mean, no, like I say, someone like Malice, that's what he does. Not to, I mean, and there are people that are just nearly almost professional fucking trolls. I understand that's what you're going to do. But other individuals that are just gleeful while at other times, you know, supporting every woke shit that's out there and all this other shit. And, you know, oh, we need to empathize with everyone. Stop being rude to everyone. Then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, look what happens, motherfucker. All I know is the memes that have come out of this have been absolute fucking Grand Slam home runs. Nice. There's just a billion of them. Well, and I've the, been. How enjoying. could it not be? I, I mean, mean, it's the whole situation. Yeah. It's, it's it's the equivalent of David Hogg shooting up a school. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, so you made your bones being so anti this that you of all people <laughs> had to be the one that's just like ah you stupid fuck you stupid fuck because even if there even if there was no live round yeah. if the reports are true that he was flippantly pointing it at the director saying ah you'd make me do this again and i'll shoot you you're off the fucking set mm-hmm. you're out of the fucking movie you're yeah. never working with that crew ever again well not if, so ma- if that's true well and let's suppose for a second i have no clue how close alec baldwin was to them when he when he shot but even if it were a blank a successful blank and you shoot too close 
you can still injure the fuck out of someone. People have died by shooting yeah. blanks. There's been yeah, yeah. There's the been, dude that put it up to his head. He yeah. got killed by the fire. Yeah, the actual flame coming out. Yeah, because the gas compression is yeah. enough to puncture your skull. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I remember when that happened. I wasn't intending on talking about Alec Baldwin on this podcast ever, but uh, it's kind of blowing the news up. So, just wanted to address that, uh, and you know. Talk about Michael Malice, I guess. Well, I, you know, I, I still feel bad for the guy. Like yeah. I said, he's a douchebag, but. Well, the know, craziest thing that I, I saw I on Twitter, the craziest thing I saw on Twitter is I'm not fully aware and up to speed on all the bald ones. I don't know how many there are. I think I there's sure, four. I sure as shit couldn't name them all. You Dude, there's probably at least 10 of them. I, I'm think, seriously. I think there's four. I think I, I, I can almost name them. There's Steven, William. Billy. Alec and somebody else. Adam. Is yeah. it Adam? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, dude, Adam's one of my favorites. Yeah. Now, the craziest shit I saw on Twitter all week, uh, especially of all, uh, involving this story, is from Adam Baldwin. Okay. He's the oldest, isn't he? I know isn't that he Adam was Baldwin? in I know that he was in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Um now, like I said, I don't know how many Baldwins are out there. I don't know which ones are getting along with each other and which ones aren't, but I can guarantee you this, Adam not a big fan of Alec. <laughs> he tweeted immediately when the story broke. If you're pointing a weapon at anyone on set without permission from the armorer, director, and first AD, then you should be reprimanded for the first offense, fired for the second. If you do so and harm slash kill someone, you should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Thanks, bro. Uh, Thanksgiving is going to be a little Damn. awkward. No, it always is with the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. I mean, but, dude, I want to be a fly on the wall. They've for been hatching on each other for years. Yeah, man. true. Yeah, they, but I'm, you know, not being aware of all the Baldwin drama. I've always been aware that there has been, but I can't keep track and keep it, score of who's hating who and you but know what's one, crazy is ooh. they're acting you can see how arrogant they are mm -hmm. as people oh yeah in their acting you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. you they're can see you smug just, motherfuckers there's no there's no hiding it anywhere in there you know all this means to me is that stephen baldwin is the superior baldwin yes between mm. biodome and fled sure there you go Good we enough for fled. me. There's got to be a meme out there somewhere for a biodome clip. That's got to be the dumbest fucking words ever uttered. We, we got a flood. <laughs> we got a flood. All right, Morpheus, calm the fuck down. Yeah. We'll get Easy in our guy. fucking car and we'll meet you at Stone Mountain. Something we have to do. <laughs> all right, here's the homework assignment for all of our listeners. If you've never seen the movie Fled, well, first of all, you're going to have to go to the dollar bin in Walmart because yeah. it's not available anywhere else. Buy that shit. It's a worthy investment. Yeah. And watch that shit. I, okay. <laughs> it was one of the first movies that was, I was a teenager when it was shot and came out. And Atlanta was not a site for filming. Like they, they, had, it was tore up, man. They were yeah. getting it ready for the Olympics. You had, all... you had in, in the heat of the night being filmed out in Covington. Uh, you had like the Dukes of Hazard, I think was filmed in Conyers or whatever. And, but that was it. Like TV shows from decades ago. So sure. for a movie to be filmed in Atlanta and the uh, surrounding neighborhoods, yeah. which Fled was, it was huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when that movie came out, I was immediately like, this is the greatest thing ever. They're showing places that I've been to. And then you let some time pass and you watch it as an adult 
And <laughs> it's one of the best bad movies of all time. Yeah, it is. Dude, it's a horrible movie. Oh, oh yeah. Just over just the top. Terrible. I oh mean, my but, God. But it's... killer scenes of the city, man. I mean, yeah. I, I go down the road. Yeah, you remember what I was telling you about Hugh Hall? When you yeah. drive down Hugh Hall Road, that's the road they're on on the bikes racing, and you see Stone Mountain yeah. in the yeah. background. I mean, it's fucking cool as hell. Well, but every th- time I drive yeah. down that road, I'm like, we got to flip. We got to flip. Just the bounty of things that you can quote just driving through Atlanta because of how many movies is fucking Uh, insane. But, dude, that Baldwin, Stephen, right? Yeah. 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 Stephen Baldwin looks like a stereotypical action star. He's the one that you go to the dollar bin for. Yeah. He's turtlenecks and all. Yeah. Yeah. He's right up there with Eric Roberts. It's like, yeah, yeah, I might do one movie that's worth something, but everything else is a piece of shit. Yeah, you're never going to get me to hate on Stephen Baldwin. In fact, yeah. I might become a super fan. There you <laughs> go. And I'll fight any other super fan out there. <laughs> Break my ribs, dude. All of you. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> no, there's a nice trip down Baldwin Lane. Yeah. <laughs> Baldwin Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> Anything going on with Brandon this week? I, I mean, Biden. Dude, he's still the most popular guy that was elected to the most secure election that yeah. uh, is unquestionable. In history. Yeah, nothing to see here. Yeah. It, dude, in fact, okay, I was, of course, driving today, and as I'm driving, I no shit saw that someone purchased ad space on a billboard that said, Trump didn't win, deal with it. They're finally fighting back <laughs> on against, billboards against these harsh billboard wars. <laughs> on billboards, yeah. Well, there's a guy. We should year- purchase and ignore the rant billboard and put something about Trump won the election. Deal with it. There's a, there's a guy <laughs> in Florida, in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, that's about to be fined fifty dollars a day, starting on October the 25th, which was kind of weird because I was like. Why didn't why didn't the fine start the day you or the saw the sign? The anyway, mm-hmm. he has a sign that says Trump won. Yeah, <laughs> that is it's a big banner. It's hanging down from his condo and it's covering the condos under even <laughs> shit. It's covering the light. And so so the city is like, well, we're gonna start fining you fifty bucks a day. He said, that's cool. I'll pay the fifty bucks a day, and I'm gonna put another. <laughs> banner up. <laughs> this is let's go brandon <laughs> that's, yes. what he, that's what he said he yeah. said he's gonna put another one up and so there's about to be a battle of wheels in fort walton beach florida between the city and one tenant who's fucking up everybody's view <laughs> with his banner from above it's uh it's funny it's i don't funny. think he's winning over any no. uh, yeah, future trump supporters yeah, it's, it's funny yeah. if, if you see the pictures of it, it's funny it's funny as hell i was like well, it's kind of insane that a real life version of and i don't know if y'all have seen this movie the three billboards movie with francis mcdormand oh yeah i've seen that yeah. dude it's like a real life version yet comedy style of that movie i mean life imitates art man yeah, yeah, that was a sad man. fucking movie oh yeah that's a sad movie yeah, it's hey, it's a good fucking movie yeah, too. It is. Though. Yeah, it is a yeah. good movie. But um, yeah, so nothing like what I expected. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I would say tell me more, but I haven't seen it. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say anything more. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it to myself. Yes. <laughs> well, it's it's good that you don't come out and say things that can later be determined to be a lie. Hmm. Well, otherwise, we'd have to call you Fauci. 
Well, mm, yeah, call me Fauci. Yeah. I'm sure I've lied on here before. And I'll uh, do it again. Yes, you, and I will because bastards. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> At the time I'm on you, I just, you know, I spit out what I spit out and, you know. It lands where it lands. We try to, yes, and we try to be factual, but we're not always. I mean, we, we <laughs> it's tend not to like. We try, we try to start off on a factual basis like right. this happened and then anything past that. I don't fucking let, know. let me no, say yeah. it. I'll put it this way: we do not intentionally mislead. <laughs> yeah, that's not what. That's not our intention. I not to did. mention that there's usually only one of us doing extensive research, and it's not me or Doug. Yeah, you'll you won't hear me come on and say I did not lie on that podcast. Ignore the rant, <laughs> and then have that be fucking held against yes. me later on. Yeah. Because then I'll have to be like, well, what's the definition of the word lied? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that sounds like a government What's word. What's the definition tap dance? of the word "not"? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah. Shit. Exactly. What does "not" mean? Exactly. Um, so, <laughs> what what's Mister Fauci up to? Well, so it finally came out, and I love how this is happening. By the way, and we've we've addressed this over the last year and a half as it keeps happening, when there's just overwhelming evidence and just even. Even circumstantial evidence in a lot of these cases, like, did it come from a fucking lab or mm -hmm. a wet market? Well, all of these circumstantial evidence right out of the fucking gate was like, probably came out of that goddamn lab. Are we doing gain of function research? You well, know, questions no. like that. Well, you, well, the you, NIH, did you see the That's NIH what I'm getting report? to. Mm -hmm. okay, that's what I'm getting mm -hmm. to. It's, yeah. I'm, but I'm just catching the, the listeners up on... Every step of the way, yeah. the obvious is sitting right in front of you, and you're being told not to look at it. Right. You're being told not to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And you're damn well sure being told not to share it. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. can't do any of you that. Can't, mm -hmm. You can't even mention the word China. No. No. I mean, you, it's, it's- Be getting uh, fucking ripped off of yeah. social media. Yeah. All I can say is, hey, Mr. Uh, science himself, <laughs> you need to do a uh, rendition- of a Henry Rollins song with him I'm called a liar. you. Yes, you fucking liar. And I can't do a Fauci singing. <laughs> Rollins, I am a liar. <laughs> no, he'd be like, um, excuse me, but okay. Uh, well, I was doing the Rollins part. Not, <laughs> I can't do the Fauci. That's what I was trying yeah, to do. But of uh, course, he's no, more so, like, yeah, uh, okay. Well, if you little, look closely at the evidence, some might say I, I'm a liar. I, I, um, sometimes yeah. I smoke a cigarette or two. I, uh, I'm a liar. Ha 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 Fauci out. Yeah, something like that. Fuck yeah. Fauci. Yeah. So the NIH came out and flat out said. We've been doing gain of function gain of function research <laughs> at and, the Wuhan Institute, and mm -hmm. all of this is traceable back to us. Yes, yeah, we admit it now. Yeah. We literally can't tell you anything other than that because everything else would be a lie. Yeah. Oh, and it's a beautiful thing. He, you know, Fauci has lied to Congress mm. under oath, oops, multiple fucking times, uh -oh. and guess what? It's going to be the same thing for every other time people lie to Congress. No one's going to pay attention. Well, people are going to pay attention, but nothing's going to come of it. Well, th yeah, that's more the what I mean. The yeah. only possible thing that I'm starting to see, and I'm only surprised when the narrative changes. I'm never surprised that they're not willing to actually address what the fuck just happened. They'll just shift gears and be like, okay, so on Monday, everybody loved Fauci, but today's Wednesday, and now we got to go after him. He's... The media has started to turn and go, well, wait a 
cotton picking minute. Can I say cotton picking? Is that yeah, racist? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Wait You're a racist minute. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At well, least somebody gets to join me on an well, episode. Wait a watermelon. I'm, okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Wait a daggum minute. Did Fauci just fucking lie to us? And now now they're that's the way they're covering it. And I'm like, but y'all y'all went after anyone and shot him down as though they were fucking idiots and morons and conspiracy theorists that didn't want to they were just out of their heads. Did and you, s- you dropped videos off of YouTube for quote unquote fucking misinformation. Did you see what Rand Paul's wife said? about all of this i did but i don't have it pulled up okay Rand paul Rand paul obviously has been railing against this shit the whole fucking time oh yeah because he was function and all that shit and his old lady uh got is is is, this is dragging cnn in again dude cnn is not having a good week no not at all all. they're not having a good week we'll get into that in a minute but 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 this is uh the brianna keeler from cnn she did it she went off on her, went off on, on what Rand Paul was saying. Rand Paul's old lady came back and put her in her place straight up, you know, and it doesn't, it, it doesn't look good for CNN. I mean, there's no, it, with what's going on this whole week, which like I said, we'll get into it in a minute, but yep. staying on this, mm-hmm. uh, if you look up, I can't remember, I'm, I'm not going to know the wording of the tweet or whatever she sent. But, but if uh, you just Google Rand Paul's y- yeah. wife, yeah, Rand Paul tweet, wife, yeah, it'll you, you, probably be you, at the top. If you Google Rand Paul wife and Brianna Keeler, you'll get the whole thing that I'm talking about. But it's yeah, it's uh, there's a little there's a battle starting there, and the NIH of all people to put out that report, and everybody's trying to hey, don't look at that, look over here. Mm-hmm. CNN, uh, Brianna Keeler, perfect example. She does not address anywhere in her fucking comment to her the actual thing that happened. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Just like CNN did with Gupta. You know, I mean, they're not, they don't address what is actually, and it's so obvious that uh, I don't see how, I don't see how CNN recovers from this week well i don't and doug based on what you're talking about i've got some you know information here and it's actually off of blaze media okay you know and um here i'll start with keeler um because it says here keeler not only attempted to downplay the significance of the nih letter but doubled down on her criticism of paul she said and i quote i stand by my characterization of senator paul And I'll explain in a moment. But first, on this letter from NIH, some important points. The virus that was studied in his research per NIH could not be the SARS virus that causes COVID-19 any more than Senator Paul could be a chimpanzee. (laughs) The theory Paul constructs that Fauci's covering up how COVID is a man-made virus unleashed on the world by the Obama administration because of an NIH research grant awarded in 2014 is not supported by this letter. It's actually proven by the information in the letter. There is alarming new info here, though, 
The NIH, the NIH says the research by grantee EcoHealth Alliance wasn't aiming to achieve gain of function, but it did. But it did. Yeah, that's now put- that's the that's the very that very last little thing mm-hmm. right there is CNN trying to redeem themselves after all the bullshit he just read before yeah. that. Now I'll cut it off on that to switch to Kelly Paul, and but before that. What you're about to read is a tweet from Kelly Paul. Yes. That is in response to a tweet from Brianna. Yes. Yes. Which yes. says Dr. Fauci and American public health officials should answer questions about oversight of the U.S. funded research. No public official is immune from scrutiny. But Senator Paul, a bloviator of misinformation, is certainly not the man for that job. Then. Miss Paul, Mrs. Mrs. My bad. Put some respect she is on married. Her. My God, I'm from the South. What's wrong with Bless me? Bless your heart. I know. Rand has been the only person asking these questions. Your, your network certainly wasn't. Yet, when he did, you resorted to silly name calling of Rand instead of reporting on the content of his questions or... Fauci's obfuscations. Bloviator of misinformation? Look in the mirror. Amen? Boom. Yeah, that's it. That was it. Drop that was, the mic. That's exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. That that whole that whole exchange, when I read that, I read about it. Yeah, and this was a couple of days ago that yeah. I read it. Yeah. And I I was like Stand that, by your that, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's mm-hmm. like it's another thing right in your fucking face. Mm-hmm. It's right there. It's the fucking report telling you, yeah. yes, we didn't intend to do this, but we did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Maybe in another year it, and a half, we'll come out and actually say, right. yes, okay, so we wanted but, to do this, yes. but there's a reason. Right, right. Uh, we yeah. didn't intend to do this, but it happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, we didn't intend to get it pregnant but it got pregnant well it's like anything else will come out 20 years from now and say yes mk ultra is real well yeah no Uh, i'm I'm just making that yeah yeah. the comparison this is in the same ballpark right yeah right but the the way that they did it the way that uh, that whole exchange right there Mm -hmm. the way cnn handled that and uh, I guess well, let's go into gupta man that's we got to get into this yep i already got it pulled up we got to get into this yeah, it, dude, uh, if if y'all missed that episode, here, I mean, a breakdown of Sanjay during the whole thing was, mm, uh, 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 well, I mean, uh, but uh, I'm sorry, but uh, you don't understand, but uh, uh, shit, I don't know what the fuck when I'm talking about. When this started going down, yeah. I was wondering mm-hmm. who was going to be the sacrificial lamb for CNN. Yeah. When Rogan first started going into this shit, mm-hmm. I was like, Somebody from CNN has got to go on Rogan, and I wonder and try who to do damage control exactly. Mm-hmm. And I wonder who it's going to be. Now, before we get into this, I'm going to say I feel sorry for you, Sanjay. I mean, you are put in a position that is fucking. You're a doctor. You're fuck. You know what the man is telling you is the truth, yeah. and, but you cannot come out and say. Yes, we fucking lied. Here's a beautiful chance for you to actually do the the right right thing. thing. Yes. For once in your CNN life, anyway. Now, he's a neurosurgeon, so I'm not even going to shit on him as as far as like his 
his uh, medical practices. Right. And not to mention, I didn't know until this podcast, dude's in Atlanta. I oh, didn't yeah. realize. Yeah. 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 He's I mean, been not, down at Grady for years. Yeah, not all uh-huh. CNN. Like, CNN is headquartered here in Atlanta, but most of their... Um, studio most of the shit you see on tv is in la and new york it is rarely ever in atlanta atlanta is more of a tourist trap for cnn if you want to go see the cnn building but there's not speaking to your point there's a very small number of actual cnn on air personalities that live here in atlanta sure usually weekend people live here Mm. yeah but um but yeah he had an opportunity to come out and renounce his allegiance to cnn and he didn't do it. Exactly. No. And now, what I have here, and I know we're not a podcast that uh, really speaks positively about Spotify, but <laughs> you might want to download it if for nothing else just for this episode and watch all three hours. Yes. I thought Rogan handled himself beautifully. Um, I would have been much harsher. Mm-hmm. But Dude, I gotta- but he was, I mean, spot on fucking harsh. He didn't lay up. Or, I mean, he didn't lay off. I mean, he content once he had Fauci there and dude, the, my favorite part, and it's so innocuous. You just, if I said the quote at just the word, but the way he goes, dude. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm about to play it. I got, I got that five minute moment. Uh, let's, let's walk. Let's just break it down. Let's go right into this motherfucker. Yes. But, but but what but uh so so for you joe rogan yes so you've had it yes and i get one shot of the vaccine no why not because i have better immunity than i would if i was vaccinated we so right yes don't I? I think your immunity is really good so why if i've already gotten through covid and i was really only sick for a day and then five days later i was negative and I do have the natural antibodies now. Why would I take a chance in getting vaccinated on top of that? By the way, I'm glad you're you're, you're better. I'm Thank glad you. it only lasted a day. You're probably really the only am. one at CNN that's glad. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not. The rest of them are all lying about me taking horse medication. <laughs> we should talk about that. That bothered you. It should bother you, too. They're well, lying I'm... at your neck. Okay, real quick. First stoppage point. The fact that Gupta is like, ah, oh, that bothered you, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like. Yeah, motherfucker, when people are out and out lying about you, mm-hmm. that should bother you. And I won't say too much more because this, yeah, this clip I'm not, handles everything. Dude, I'm not, and I'm not going to say, of course, what he's going to say later, but when Joe closes the whole thing out, he wraps it up in a pretty little bow. Hell yeah. Work about people taking human drugs versus drugs from veterinary. Calling it a horse dewormer is not a flattering thing. I get that. It's a lie. It's a lie on a news network, and it's a lie that's a willing. That's that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah, they're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Well, the FDA put this thing out. You saw that. Did you see that thing that the FDA put out? What did the FDA put out? <laughs> it was a tweet, and it was snarky. I admit it. They said, you are not a horse, you are not a cow, stop taking this stuff, or something like that. Why would you say that when you're talking about a drug that's been given out to billions and billions of people, a drug that was responsible for one of the inventors of it making the Nobel, Prize. Winning, the Nobel Prize in 2015? Yeah. yeah no, a, a drug well, that has been shown to stop viral replication in vitro. You know that, right? I, I, Why would they lie? 
and say that's horse dewormer. I can afford people medicine, motherfucker. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's just a lie. I don't think anyone is thick. But don't you think that a lie like you know you know what yeah. Sanjay was about to say there? <laughs> I don't know anybody. I don't think anybody's ever called me a motherfucker to my face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm kind of caught off guard by the fact that I'm being called out. And, and I've never been called a fucker in the first place, no. let alone you know put the mother at the front. <laughs> I'll say this. Joe Rogan handled this beautifully. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. And, I mean, he made them look. And that's why I said CNN, they're in trouble, man. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're having a hell because, of a week. Because after they're this, having a hell of I a week. have all the clips mm-hmm. right. of of how, of yeah. backing up Joe. Don and Lemon and all those fucks. I, it, it, dude. In fact, the, I, can, uh, I can hit that right now. Well, you know, the, but one thing I do definitely want to say, there's tons of people that shit on Joe Rogan for the fact that He's no longer hard on the guests and things like that. Now, first of all, if you have an interview show, you don't shit on your guests when they come on. They're nice enough to give you their time. However, the fact that he pressed and pressed the way he did, fucking bravo, dude. Well, yeah, he's working for a network that lied about him. And here are some examples of what Joe's talking about. Ivermectin is something more often used to deworm horses. CNN is saying I'm taking horse dewormer. Rogan telling his 13 million Instagram followers that he was treated with several drugs, and he included ivermectin on the list, a drug used for livestock. Rogan said the word ivermectin. Yes, that's the deworming medicine made to kill parasites and farm animals. Why would they lie and say that's horse dewormer? So things are clearly bad, but they're being made even worse by people who have refused to take the vaccine and instead are swallowing horse paste. Okay. And it keeps going and going. There's another fucking minute and a half. Uh, that I mean, you get the point. Yeah, speaking of horse pace, CNN, uh, you're sniffing glue and dumb as shit. Well, you know, that whole shit started... That was bullshit anyway. It started yeah. from the doctor that was not even at the hospital anymore saying that people were coming in ODing on Ivermectin when it wasn't true. Yeah. When it wasn't true. It wasn't even true. Now, here's a funny little thing from the NIH that I've got pulled up. You can't see it, listeners, but it's about the treatment of covid and it's you can find this online it's still fucking up yeah and rogan brings this up too yeah table 2e characteristics of antiviral agents that are approved or under the evaluation for the treatment of covid19 official nih shit and you have this nice little chart it starts off with remdesivir it tells you all about it tells you about the side effects it tells you the dosage so anybody out there fucking around buying shit on the fucking black market, I uh, might want to look at this table so you don't fuck yourself up because yeah. it tells you what exactly what you need to do for for adults, children. It it's almost like they've studied this shit. Yeah, yeah, hmm, yeah. So interesting. You, you scroll down and under remdesivir, you get to Iver fucking Mectin, and it tells exactly what the dose needs to be. It tells you it's gener- generally well tolerated. You isn't, might it, have, isn't it 250 to 500 a day for three days? So it's 0.2 to 0.6 milligrams per kilogram is the dosage. Okay, yeah. Given as a single dose or as a once daily dose for up to five days. Now, I'm just reading that off of a NIH chart. Right. I'm not mm-hmm. telling anybody. Yeah. How much no, to you're take just, or anything? You're just reading the, I'm not a doctor. From and, the National Health mm-hmm. Institute, in case 
Our National Institute of Health. Correct. I'm sorry. And but- let me correct myself. This is not something that actually Rogan mentioned. He mentioned something. I don't know if it was the NIH. No, he didn't mention no, this. No, 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 no. But what I'm talking about is where they listed on a official website where it's like saying that uh, ivermectin is used for life. Basically the same thing mm-hmm. that CNN said, um, which... You know, first and foremost, the actual use of ivermectin for human application is to kill anything viral before it has a chance to do its viral thing. To replicate and spread. Yes. Absolutely. It helps you shed it faster before it has Mm -hmm. a chance to to multiply. But uh, anyway, we will continue back over on the Rogan and Dr. Gupta video. Here we go. That is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know they're lying. You know that they know that I took medicine. Like, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> you got it with right you. here. Somebody gave it to me. And did you hear Gupta? Again, yet again, he's blown away that he's not only being called out to his face, mm-hmm. but did you hear his reaction? Oh my God, you have it with you? Like, uh, it's here in the room. Is it gonna? Is it gonna wink at me? Like, I'm so nervous. I'm in front of a pharmaceutical drug, and I'm a doctor. Ooh, what do I do here? And not only is it, you know, and it's it's beautiful because it's not at all some generic. I bought horse dewormer box. It's official. Yeah, this is human medication, you dumb fuck. What's funny is somebody gave it to him. Well, <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. No, somebody gave it to yeah. him. So, so he's, as soon as I hit play again, he's going to say that. Yeah. And you want to know what the funniest part is. Where does Rogan now live? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Austin, Texas. Yes. Uh, of course. Who else lives in Austin, Texas that's a good friend of Joe that can get him things that might not be available uh, over the counter to us plebs? Uh, I'll give you a heads up. His Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, he, it, the, his fucking box of ivermectin probably has the InfoWars logo on the yeah, back. Yeah, it probably does. Sitting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right next to his super male vitality. But anyway, we'll continue. All right, hang on. I, I, do you, the, the thing is, we're, we, we're like going so fast. Like, I feel like your news network I got the papers. Well, I don't, I don't, dude, what did they say? They lied and said I was taking horse dewormer. First of all, it was prescribed to me by a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along with a bunch of other medications. If you got a human pill, because there were people that were taking it, the veterinary medication. Were they? You're not, obviously. You got it from a doctor, so that it shouldn't be called that. Ivermectin can be a very effective medication for parasitic disease. And as you say, it's probably, you know, I think what... A quarter billion people have taken it around the world. Oh, That's he's so the, yeah. torn. You yeah. can hear it. Dude, uh, he's just, he's, he's fucking uh, slashing my, his insides. My medical it, background yes. is clashing with my media his persona. Organs, oh, his organs no. are internally bleeding at that point. Dude. He's like, he's like, oh my God, this guy's he's like, chopping me down and I got to fucking sit here and take it and defend a fucking entire news network. Yeah, it's like, speaking of pills, <laughs> I would I'm like to overdose right now. <laughs> Yeah. And he's currently <laughs> and he's currently talking to about I don't know five times as many people yeah. as CNN has yeah. in That's total. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is why I said the thing to Brewer is like once the media starts to cover the conversations Podcast. on yeah. podcasts, yeah. you kind of know where the real fucking power right, is. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And Rogan is flexing here. Oh and yeah, I'm just gonna Big. let it keep. I'm just gonna let it keep on rolling. 
More, I get that. Way more. So way more. Can, Billions can, of people have taken it. Can I just come back to the one I want to talk about? I, two, no, no, two, no, no, two no, things no, no. I want to. No, 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 no. Before we get to that, does it bother you that the news network you work for out and out lied? Well, just outright lied about me taking horse deep. I love that. I love mm, that he no. just keeps We're, hammering. Yes. I'm going to hold you here yes. because here's here's the truth of the matter, fuckface. I don't have commercial breaks. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't have to pigeonhole this in between three minutes of two right. other people trying to get their words in. We got all day, motherfucker, and we're going to get to this. I love it. Fucking yeah. love it. Yeah. Kudos, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes. Warmer. They, they, they shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You didn't ask? I didn't think that was did, You're the medical guy over there. I didn't ask. I should have asked before But they did it with such glee. No, yes, Joe. Yes, they did. I watched. They, I watched. watched? I watched. You watched. No, I don't think there's yes, glee. Yes, they did. I don't... I, no one takes... Joe Rogan says he's taking, taking livestock drug despite warnings. Yeah. Jamie had to pull this up. You want to play it? This is your news network. I'm going to watch. Let's see. I'm going to watch. Yeah. Rogan telling his 13 million Instagram followers that he was treated with several drugs, and he included ivermectin on the list, a drug used for livestock. The FDA and the CDC warn against using to treat COVID. That's libelous. Turns out I got COVID. Look, they put so a yellow filter on me too. Kitchen sink out of all conditions. <laughs> you see the, the original video versus uh, that? I look like shit there. Do you know that? I think you look good. Pause. Uh, Pause. That's enough. Prednisone. I don't That's think enough, Jamie. I don't but, think Aaron had glee. Oh uh, well, it was more Brian Stelter was the gleeful one. <laughs> but this, the point is, that's a lie. It can be used for humans. I, I get it. I, I totally Not just could be used for humans. Is often used for humans along with all the other drugs I took. All human drugs. Yes, they know it's a human drug. It's, it's a, it can. It's right. But and the, they lied. The thing. It's I, defamatory. It, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. they should have done that. It's defamatory, wow. right? Well, I don't know if it's defamatory. I bet it oh, is. It's, it's liable. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. I'm not a lawyer. It's but, a lot. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. liable. Mm-hmm. And Joe saying, I bet it is. Mm-hmm. Dude, anybody that's been paying attention to Rogan since this story first started, not the Sanjay Gupta one, but when CNN and all the other news Yeah, we're talking about him taking the drugs. He's been hinting at suing these motherfuckers ever since. Yes. yes. And now plebs like us three don't have the power to oh, no. do that. No, we don't have the Spotify cash. But Rogan does. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, and dude, beyond that, I mean, Trump. He'll win that case. Dude, he yes. will win yeah, that yeah. case. They will settle out of Just court. off of that one Aaron Burnett fucking thing mm-hmm. right there. Just that one thing will win that case. For See, him. And, 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 you know, Trump actually came out with a bunch of suable things. But, of course, he's never going to win because he fucking sues everybody. Now you've got somebody legitimate that has some heft that can actually bring this out. In front of the public, full frontal. I hope he fucking does it. Yeah, I really I, hope. He does I think it. he will. And I've I've listened to other podcasts of friends of his that they've all said Joe's gearing up to sue the fuck out of CNN. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can, dude. You could tell it even before he had Gooped on there. You could tell it in his podcast because mm-hmm. he started talking about CNN, CNN, CNN. You know. And I was like, oh, shit. He's, and I was like, who's going to be the sacrificial lamb he's from slowly, CNN? He's slowly waking up to some things, which I fucking love. And because, he's waking everybody else up mm-hmm. to it, too. Because, That's right, the thing. because right after this interview, God damn it, Facebook. You got, have you got Don Lemon and Sanjay Gupta? Well, uh, 
Yeah, we'll get we'll get there. Okay. Oh, dude, there's, there's a lot of there's still clips. some stuff to come here that's amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of clips to play here, but yeah, right after this episode with Sanjay, Rogan puts this out. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360, brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline, brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference, brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight, brought to you by Pfizer. Early uh-huh. start, brought to you by Pfizer. I think you get the point. It mm-hmm. goes on for another minute. I don't know. Uh, what's the point? Rogan's finally waking up to the <laughs> fact that our major news media is bought and owned by pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical yeah. companies yes. and weapons manufacturers. Yeah. You know, this week in news is brought to you by Boeing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't just make commercial airliners either. They they make bombs. Yeah. yeah. So Rogan, I mean, I'm glad he's going through this. Because are we, we going to play the rest of it? Because he still yes. has. Okay, great. Because, yeah. My, I just want to address this at this point sure. because what you're seeing is the red pilling in real time mm-hmm. of somebody who still thinks that there's good people at CNN or that they don't mean to lie or whatever. He's still not all the way there, mm-hmm. but he's he's on the right track. Yeah. And that's that's worthy of noting. All right. Back to the Gupta. All right. Well, see, here's the thing. It, it, can we? You can have nuanced discussions about this. Right? <laughs> no, you can't. You can't have nuanced discussions about lying about someone taking horseshoe. There armor. was no glee, by the way, from from her. She well, was, I, I don't think any, watch her. anyone takes uh, anyone takes people's illness. Oh, I, yes, they. do. They don't want you, you to get stop sick, it. Joe. Yes, they do. They, they were want upset you to get sick. that I got healthy. I. I the, the, that's one thing they, they didn't report on the fact that I was negative five days later. Yeah. And working out six days later. Well, point. six days it. after infection, I was back at the gym. I am glad. Felt great. I'm glad you, you do. I really Me am. Too. I, I Thank you. Most of the people I'm glad you're I, glad. You're a nice guy. Most of the people I know, I think, would be glad that you... I don't think that there's anything... Uh, there's a lot of people out there that weren't glad. But my point is, you're working for a news organization. If they're lying about a comedian taking horse medication, what are they telling us about Russia? What are they telling us about Syria? Do you, know, do you understand that that's why people get... Concerned That's, about the veracity of the news? The the that is a mic drop moment if I ever heard one. Wow, guys, it's almost like once it's finally happening to you, you start to ask questions about. Well, what else have they been lying to me about? Well, welcome to the fucking party, pal. Yeah, yeah. glad to finally have you here, Joe. Really? Um, well, and I, I, dude, what's so amazing about that? I mean, it it has to be surreal. I mean, Joe, Joe Rogan, of course, has been in the news quite a bit. However, to be able to make that connection of, dude, they're fucking lying about me, and this would be anyone else, dude, what the fuck else are they not telling us or telling us willfully as a lie? Dude, you know what the biggest lie is to me that should be in front of everybody's face is weed. Mm-hmm. Look at weed. Look at what they did to weed over... Just over my lifetime. Yeah. I mean, they used to say just the insane shit about smoking weed. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll, it, you know, you'll just crazy, crazy shit. Yeah. And for sure, now, yeah. Now it's legal in 30 fucking states mm-hmm. in the United States. Unfortunately, Sa- Sanjay does actually mention marijuana and actually Joe brings it up. 
about how at least Fauci, not Fauci, Jesus Christ, um, Gupta used to not he support marijuana oh, at yeah, all. Yeah, right, right. But then he changed his mind. Fortunately, changed his stance right. because, dude, and you mentioned this, Doug, before. I feel sorry for Sanjay as yeah, well. Yeah, they should have sent either Burnett. Yeah, they should have, dude. Classic would have been if they sent Don Frank, Lemon. That's no, what, no, that's no, who I would have loved. No, Statler, to Statler, or what, what, Ryan Stelter. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, I would. I would have loved to seen Don Lemon. Yeah, get sitting yeah. in that chair. Well, I'm. I'm glad that they chose their quote unquote honest representative right. to go mm-hmm. get torn right. up because even he couldn't. He couldn't toe the line uh, in front of him. Right. Like, he had to address, and he's a doctor. Yeah, talking about a medical, and I don't feel bad for Sanjay thing. Gupta. Like you agreed to do the deeds right. of CNN, right? Sure. So well, this is the natural thing that comes the money, with that. You know, it's that's fine. But now it's time to pay the fucking piper. But yeah. okay, but putting it this way, though, I mean, he has to be under some kind of contract that if he does anything defamatory towards right. them, right. that his not only money's on the line. His profession could be. Right. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. and that's what yeah. I'm saying. He had the opportunity to do the right thing and sacrifice all that for mm-hmm. th- to to really blow this fucking right. thing no. up. Yeah, and, and I would have fa- gained more respect for him. Oh, I know, but sure. you, you got to. In reality, do we do we know I anybody know. that would do I mean, that? That's, I mean, that's like pitching a perfect game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, they, if they got him, if they were able to get <laughs> Sanjay Gupta on Rogan right. and get him renounced CNN, holy fucking shit! But that, they yeah, did get my expectations are a little off. They did get him to admit. Mm-hmm. He did get him to admit some things, though. He did. That will show up in a court of law. Uh-huh. I mean, guaranteed. Uh-huh. He's gonna and he's gonna call him to the stand. You now, know? now you asked a minute ago, do I have Don Lemon talking yes. to Sanjay? Yeah, and I do. But, After, the but fact. because it's not putting CNN in a good light, I can't just find just that clip. So I have one from the Hill where they discuss it, but they get into that video right now. CNN's Don Lemon is hitting back at Joe Rogan after the podcast host's heated interview with the network's chief medical correspondent, Sanjay Gupta, went viral. Friday night, Lemon had Gupta on his show to discuss Rogan's claims that CNN lied about his use of ivermectin to treat COVID-19. Let's watch. He did say something about ivermectin that I think wasn't actually correct about CNN and lying, okay? Ivermectin is a drug that is commonly used as a horse dewormer. So it is not a lie to say that the drug is used as a horse dewormer. I I, I think that's important. And it is not approved for COVID. Correct? That's right. That's correct. It it, it is not approved for. Not according to the NIH chart. Fuck on, Gupta. And hey, this is why I say I don't feel web. bad for the man. Fuck him. Yeah. Your, CNN, your boom sounds more like a thud. Sorry. COVID. And you're right. I mean, the FDA even put out a, a statement saying, you know, basically reminding people it was a strange sort of message from the FDA, but they said, you're not a horse. You're not a cow. Stop taking this stuff is essentially what they said, referring to ivermectin. Now, I think what, what Joe's point that is, has been approved is that for humans, and, but not necessarily for COVID. Right. Yeah, that's correct. Now, that was a snarky comment <sighs> on, on Joe Rogan's show. That was a snarky comment that they uh-huh. put out. Yeah. But on CNN, it's a factual. It's a uh, newsworthy, it's newsworthy statement. Yes. 
Well, and, and they're supposed to pay attention to fucking context. Dude, I can't tell you how yeah. fucking furious I was when I saw I saw mm-hmm. this. I yeah. actually saw mm-hmm. this. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I was just flipping through the fucking channels, and I saw Sanjay Gupta and Don Little. I said, I got to see this. Yeah. Because it was right after the Rogan Because you, you know that they were having yeah. to do damage and, control. And, dude, I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, oh, my God. This is fucking amazing. Motherfucker and folded we're watching like a cheap CNN lab coat. Completely implode. Yeah. In, fr- yeah. in in front of my in real eyes. time. I and mean for real. And they are not they are not interested in changing course. Yeah. I know it's crazy. They want to talk to their one point two million viewers and that's it. At, but and, I don't yeah. think I think they lost some. Yeah. I really do. I would agree with well, that. I mean and I, I'm not sure. I think it's on either the Michael Malice episode or I'm not sure, but with Joe Rogan, he comes back and he goes, You dumb motherfuckers. You got like 1.2 million people watching. I've got over a hundred million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the giant motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no dude hats off. Continue please. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to jump back to the jump cut of all the news agencies talking shit. Uh, just because there's a lot more in here and I don't want to leave any stone unturned. He said that he got better because he ate he said cattle he's been, dewormer. He, they must know that that's a lie. You have individuals like Joe Rogan, for example, who uh, who don't want to take an experimental vaccine but will take horse dewormer. Well, well, well. well if well, it is well. an old horseworm Rogan. <laughs> Ivermectin is often used to deworm livestock. Ivermectin apparently given to deworm animals. It's a lie on a news network, it, and it's it, a lie that's a willing that's that's a lie that they're conscious of it's not a mistake yeah they're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine joe rogan uh he came down with COVID. he says he says he's been taking the uh, livestock dewormer uh ivermectin they lied what and they said say? i was taking horse dewormer ivermectin is a drug that is commonly used as a horse Dewormer. They keep saying I'm taking horse dewormer. I literally got it from a doctor. You know, doctor right. say doctors say you can take it for humans. Yeah, but not for coronavirus. He may not have gotten it from the feed supply store, but it's the same compound. When you have a horse deworming medication that's discouraged by the government, that actually causes some people in this crazed environment we're in to actually want that's to try stealth, it. Sir. That's the upside down world we're in with figures like Joe Rogan. Bro, do I have to sue CNN? He also acknowledged taking a <laughs> Is that controversial all treatment CNN? design for all animals. Does it bother you that the news network you work for out and out lied, just well, outright lied about me taking horse dewormer. They, they they shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. All right. Was that all CNN? So there's a fuckload of clips in there. Mm-hmm. 90% of those were CNN. Now, where, who the, else? MSNBC. Oh, yeah. Those he's the he's only got them two. too. He's it got was, them too? Yep. It was the only two channels where you can find these clips. He'll win. He'll win that oh, lawsuit. Yeah. He will win that lawsuit. But this was also made after Sanjay talked with Don Lemon. Right. And you get Rogan's reaction. Am I going to have to sue these motherfuckers? Right. They're still doing this yeah. shit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, and they're not going to stop. Mm-hmm. Because their agenda doesn't include you in it, Joe. But maybe you should make their minds change. You're right. Yeah. Maybe. Dude, and, dude, that that was, and I mean, I know I'm jumping back. It was literally my favorite thing when he did say, what else? They're lying about this. What the fuck else? Yeah, everything. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. 
Look, that's what we've been on here saying since episode fucking one. Pharmaceutical companies go all the way back to Geritol. Geritol was one of the first commercials on TV news. So the the relationship between pharmaceuticals and the news organizations uh-huh. goes all the way back to the fucking beginning. Got to get the message mm-hmm. out it there. It goes all the way back to the beginning. Hey, we'll pay you a lot yes. of fucking money that we got from government Now, grants. what was interesting is the, is the Pfizer thing you just played. Oh, yeah. Oh, because they just I, kept going on no, and on. I know, but <laughs> I mean, it used to be AstraZeneca. Uh-huh. It used to be brought to you by Bayer. Oh, Bayer, not right, used to know. be. They're yeah, but, all still slinging. Yeah, well, but Pfizer seems to be <laughs> the, the, the big oh, yeah. 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 Because and, the internet exists... And everyone, for the most part, has access to it. You can't hide like you used to be able right, to. Right. If you do this shit, there's enough people now, like us out there, yeah. but with far more editing time yeah. on their hands, to call this together and make clips that I can then bring here and play right, on this right. show so mm-hmm. I can ex- express some hope. There's been a lack of hope over the last year and a half in a lot of different ways for good reason. But I think it's also worthy. Obviously, this is fucking awesome and mm-hmm. hilarious at points. But it, to me, it's a giant white pill moment. It's a yes. giant moment for hope because after talking with guys like Brewer and listening to Rogan and, and seeing these people, some of them having their eyes open and others that are now willing to come out and say, it's been like this for years. We need more of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the best antiseptic, antiseptic is sunlight. You got to shine sunlight on these fucking lion assholes. Yeah, agreed. Now, there's been a lot of news being made recently in the NBA, and we've mentioned this about players opting out of playing uh, or or opting out of taking the vaccine, and therefore it's jeopardizing their ability to play. Kyrie Irving is the biggest star in the NBA that's catching the most uh, headlines because he's the best player that's 100% saying, I'll sacrifice the whole goddamn year. Yeah. I don't give a shit. And they are unfairly shitting on him like major. Oh, yeah. Black Lives Matter in New York is is starting to beat that rally drum. That's going to get interesting. Something to keep an eye on. But there's one story that isn't getting any coverage. And I don't know why. I, I can only assume it's because he's not that good of a player, but he's, a, he's an Atlanta Hawk. So this is a local story, in my opinion. So this is why it's going to come on the show. And this player... Brandon Goodwin, somebody, and I don't know where all these computer nerds are, but I'm glad they're out there. (laughs) This guy was doing a Twitch stream where he's playing video games and somebody in the chat just, he just happens to look over, read something that comes up in the chat. And he's like, yeah, let me tell you something about this. So let's play, let's play this real quick for you. You know, I was just super tired in the games. Like when we played Philly back to back. Bro, I was so tired. Like, I felt like I couldn't run up and down the court. And then my back was hurting. Then we went home, I think. That's when I started, like, my back really started hurting bad. Like, And then I'm like, all right, I got to go to the doctor. And that's when I found, like, I found out I had blood clots. Like, that all happened in a span of a month. I was fine up until then. Up until I took the vaccine, I was fine. So people trying to tell you, like, no, it's not the vaccine. No, like, how do you know? You don't know. Yes, the vaccine ended my season, thousand percent. And then the Hawks, nothing against the Hawks. 
they just called me the next day while I was in the hospital and told me, like, uh, we're going to tell the press that, you know, your season's over. I'm like, damn. I'm like, damn, how? Like, I ain't even, we don't even know what it is. But it's whatever. I'm not even going to get into all that, bro. <laughs> I still got love for the Hawks. Mad love for the Hawks. Mad love for the Hawks. But mm-hmm. what he's saying is he was totally fine. Yeah. Took the vaccine, got blood clots. Can't play no more. Possible career over. Because there's no telling how long these blood clots last. Yeah. If they go yeah. away. Yeah. If they decrease. If they're treatable. Don't know yet. Dude, still, and, still working that kink out. And there's a doctor that, and uh, it was probably on Rogan again, because that's, <laughs> I listened to Rogan probably more than anything. But there was a doctor that made a very important point that people aren't really bringing up about this virus. And it's like, you know, they're selling this as though it's an illness as far as your um, the respiratory respiratory illness. And they, they were like, no, this is more vascular. Correct. And that's scary. Yeah. That includes blood, that everything with blood. Yeah, yeah it's. That will fuck you up more than, you know, it being a respiratory thing. Yeah. So don't know what to make of it. I just, I again, came across that clip uh, that somebody tracked down from a couple Twitch streams. Where, Those damn bats. Yeah, <laughs> they, <laughs> fuck. Somebody needs to do something about these fucking Fuck wet it, markets. Yeah, yeah, about these fucking bats, man. Ran- Randy Marsh needs to stop fucking pangolins. Yeah. <laughs> Quit fucking yeah, the pangolin. <laughs> Come on, Mickey. <laughs> so, I mean, fellas, is this, uh, have we gotten let out this week or? I think we're pretty much done. I, I had another story we might jump on next week. I'll tease it now. I got a, I got a story called Dad's on Duty where. <laughs> he said duty. Yeah, I did. Uh, Where apparently, and this isn't just in Louisiana, but in a Louisiana high school, they had a rash of fights. Just people beating the shit out of each other, like daily. Were they super fans? Uh, They were, well, uh, mm, they have the makings of a varsity athlete. Let me just put it that way. (laughs) And the, the school couldn't contain it, couldn't handle it, whatever. Everybody was getting fucked up. And so this group of dads... All of them, I guess, don't work. Uh, they banded together, and now they hang out at the high school. And there's been zero problems. Kids are going to class. Test grades are improving. Yeah. And uh, so I want to. Pl- I'll play that video next week because uh, it's 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 also kind of hopeful. It's also there's a lot to make fun of in it. <laughs> Which, uh, I guess you know where I would go, but uh, we'll save that for next week. I think we pretty well knocked the dust off this old dick. Mm-hmm. Sure. Thanks for all you fuckers out there. We love you. Yeah. Yep. So please share the show with a friend. Follow us on all the socials. You can still rate and review if you want. I guess I'll check that one day. But until next week, fucking see ya.